Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Hello, ladies. Underwear in our shoes. It is the LCS Hockey Radio Show. Brought to you as always by BackpagePress.com and by the number one non-updated hockey site in all the land, LCSHockey.com. LCS, the shut-in degens. Yeah. All right, Mike Dell. That fucking Val Venus, like Jesus Christ, came on at like a level six hundred. That was very loud. Uh, now, now yeah. why did you select the Val Venus? Is it because of the Ed is coming on the show tonight? He's a ladies' man? Yes. <laughs> now, uh, I don't know. I just saw uh, I bu- in there. I believe the Ed is supposed to be here, correct? That's what he said. <laughs> this is supposed to be uh, told me. his big NFL season preview. Yeah. Yes. That's what he said. He messaged me on Twitter, I think, last Saturday. He's like, hey, tell 1-9, I'm going to come on the show Friday and do my football show. And I was like, all right. And that was the last I heard. He, he tweeted about it on Wednesday uh, saying he'd be here, but I, I haven't spoken to him. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I mean, he <coughs> he canceled his own show, so I would imagine he's not going to show up for this thing. I'm going to guess he forgot all about it. Yeah, I would think. I was going to message him earlier, and then I was like, yeah, let's see what happens. And I, I think we've already what seen what happened. happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's all, I know, too. He might be waiting for the monologue. You know. He's pretty, he's pretty prompt. So, in theory, this first hour we'll be talking to the football with the Ed. Then in hour two, uh, oh, we got to set the draft orders for the fantasy football leagues. The one, the radio show league, and then uh, the old one that we always do. And then we'll talk yep. Twin Peaks. No, no conspiracy yep. segment this week. I, I was just very busy, very busy. Didn't have a chance. Were you busy, or um, did you just not feel like doing anything? No, I actually was really. I was really busy. I just didn't have time. Um, but but in the future, what are you busy doing? Uh, maybe next week. We'll, we'll have one. And uh, um, some topics that will be coming up, uh, Watergate, the real mm. story behind Watergate. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I also want to look at the healthcare industry because uh, I had to go to yes. the doctor today. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it is such a con game from the fucking doctors. Yeah. So I want to see how this all started. And I think I know how it all started, but I want to put it together in a little segment for everybody. Um, and then uh, also, the, since, yeah, go ahead. The healthcare industry is just legalized extortion. That's all it fucking yes. is. It's a goddamn <laughs> joke. These fucking doctors are fucking 
They're janky-ass fucking assholes. It's such a fucking con game. You just get passed around for, from referrals so everybody gets a little taste and everybody can milk the insurance a little bit and you just get kicked around. They don't give a fuck really what's wrong with you. Dude, listen to this. I went to the doctor a couple years ago and uh, he he just stood across the room. Like we were, you know, uh-huh. nine feet apart and, and I'm talking to him and he all he did was type on a keyboard the whole time. I know he was just on WebMD. That's all he was fucking doing. He never touched me. He never looked at anything. He just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, click, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, well, why don't we try this? I'm like, all right. And then they're like, I'll see you. Come back in two weeks. And I'm like, fuck you, man. Such a scam. It's such a goddamn Well, I, I like my doctor. He's a nice guy, but I haven't been there in like two years. And I had to get a prescription yeah. refilled. Uh, so he always wants to, yeah, I guess, check in. And of course, oh, you got to through the hoops for him. Oh, yes, sir, please. Don't just be make it easy for anybody. You need that $20 copay. Your fucking life would end if you didn't get a $20 bill out of my wallet, you dick. <laughs> well, my, my copay is only $10. So it was $10 bill out of my wallet. Uh, but then uh, Even worse. he wanted me to have a physical because I haven't had a physical in a mm-hmm. couple of years. So we had to schedule that. So uh, that's in November. And um, hmm. you know what the hell? I I haven't Once had a finger in my ass in a while. You know, might as well. Might as well take the thrills like where I can get them. Yeah. Once so, again, yeah. couldn't have just done it while you were there. Like, let's just <laughs> bang it out in ten minutes. You're already here. No, no, I need ten more dollars well, in November for Thanksgiving. Well, at least my insurance. Uh, I get one free physical year. I was supposed to go last year. And yeah. I canceled it because I didn't want to fucking go. But I'll, what the fuck? I'll go this. I don't. Uh, but they want you to have blood work beforehand, so they can't do it. Oh, of course you know. they do. That's another goddamn coach <laughs> somewhere. You know, somebody else is getting a fucking kick out of this. Yeah, but see, that's what I didn't like the last time I had a physical was uh, they did the blood work and everything was fine, but it, my liver enzymes were a little high. Remember this? We talked about this on the show. And then, yeah. of course, I had to go get a test, and that was another three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck this. So, yeah. uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I got news Maybe come you. November something will come up and I'll have to reschedule. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. Yeah, I, no, I would I would just reschedule anyways because here's the deal. <laughs> your doctor doesn't give a fuck if you come in for your physical. He doesn't give two shits about you. But that card in your wallet means everything to that guy. <laughs> Not well, you. Also, uh, my, this is the same doctor I've been going to since I was a little kid. Um, and uh, like he's now part of the big Excella Health, the big hospital here in Greensburg, Excella Health. Uh, he's part of their, you know, group of doctors. And apparently, you know, each doctor in connected with it, they got to see so much, they got to raise so much money, you know. They got to earn so much money for the hospital or they're fucked. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we talked about this. You were talking about this a couple of years ago. They have to have X amount of patients to get X amount of money and stuff. Yeah, so. Um, you always got to wonder, like, if that's <laughs> like, like I know my mother. Uh, they, they've had her over there like at least three or four times in the last couple of months, just making sure her blood pressure is okay. You know? <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Hey, we haven't checked you in about nine hours. Why don't you come back in? Bring a ten dollar bill. <laughs> Bring a ten dollar bill. So anyway, uh, at some point in the next few weeks, we'll talk about the the healthcare industry. Because uh, if you look closely enough, Larry, I believe it all gets traced back to the Rockefellers. Whoa. Oh, okay. Well, and then that's, that's uh, also with the Twin Peaks. 
wonder with the Twin Peaks, they also want to uh, get into like demons and possessions and stuff. Oh yeah. Because there is a theory. I'm into that kind of shit. There is a theory that says all these elite people that control our world are actually serving masters in another realm. Hmm. I I could like Bob. I could get down with that theory. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. It sounds crazy. You know, it sounds li- like like insane, but then when you really take a step back, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah, it it kind of makes sense how the world is so fucked up, because how else how else can like normal, honorable people have a healthcare industry like this, or or wage wars, or you know, PizzaGate mm-hmm. things? You know what I mean? So how yeah, else could this happen? Hear Unless maybe Bob's out there doing some work. So I can see that. Something has to so be. So those are your future conspiracy topics coming up. Yeah. Um, Lead still not here? No. That's son of a bitch. No, uh, Jake's here. Hey, Larry. Uh, Tuffy's not even here. Who's here? Tuffy? Jank. Tuffy's not here. Tuffy's uh, Jank, not here. Not Kevin here? Jank's always here. No, Jank's oh, here. All right. Well, well Jank, well, well, stay uh, stay warming up in the bullpen, Jank. Give me a couple more minutes because if Lied's not here, we're, we're going to Twin Peaks early. You know, so stretch out that arm. Yeah. Um, but uh, one other thing, Larry, I re- recorded the first episode of the Flea Market Fantasy Podcast with our buddy Mike L. I was just going to bring it up. Yep. I just was going to bring that up. Um, why is now, it he, on iTunes? <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's not on iTunes yet. We, we'll it, we'll get there. Um, I I sent them information how to do it. Jolie's the technical guru over this, I guess, so she's in charge of getting it on iTunes, but. Uh, it should be happening shortly. Uh, yeah, so go to YouTube's. You can find it, or uh, go to the Comic Book Syndicate Kids page, uh, website, or Facebook page. You can you can find it. Flea Market Fantasy, the podcast. Uh, episode one was Captain America issue two forty nine. Now I think uh, this week coming up, Mike L picked some nonsense: the Brave and the Bold, or the Bold and the Brave, or some fucking stupid shit from DC. So popular. <laughs> yeah, the, I thought so. Uh, it's got Batman and Superboy in it. So i got to read a fucking comic book with Superboy. What the mm. hell? That could be rough. Yeah, I'm not happy about this at all. I uh, I didn't listen to it yet. Uh, I listened to maybe the first two or three minutes just to see, you know, like, oh, I was like, oh, I want to hear the theme song and that sort of thing. Here's the problem uh, for me. It's like I listen, I listen to podcasts all day at work. When I come home, I don't want to listen to podcasts, so I need this on iTunes. <laughs> it's like you're working as soon as possible. It's like you're working. Yeah, when you come home. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's like I don't I I don't need eight and a half hours of podcast. I'm good. The other thing is is I don't know how you you sound much different on there. Your the pitch in <laughs> your voice is much different. A, well, I uh, I think it's just the audio quality is better. Because it's Skype. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I wanted to tell you, Larry, is uh, the reason I brought this topic up, really, was because uh, we recorded the show with Skype. And I got to tell you, it was ridiculously easy. Like, I, I know. know. <laughs> when I'm on Jack's podcast, we use Skype, and it's super easy. Like, there's literally just a button that you push and says, start recording now. That's what that's all you got to do. <laughs> that's it. I know. So. So now Mike L, to his credit, he wants to make sure it's as good as it can be. So we're going to do some. We didn't do. We didn't record it quite right the first time. 
next week we'll right. get it right with the settings and everything. But uh, he even went in and, like, cleaned it up, like, because uh, there was a couple times where the phone cut out or he didn't hear me and I had to repeat something. He went in and, like, cut that stuff up and, like, took it out so to make the show sound even better than it was, you know. Yeah, so. see, we, we, we keep it real here, Mike Dell. This is uh, yes. this is a rough cut. Yeah, this is a rough draft. But, but man, oh, it is hey, so uh, easy. I don't, why are we doing blog talk still? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I think we like it. You, you know how, like, sometimes they say, oh, that criminal, oh, he wanted to be caught? We, we like when the technical <laughs> difficulties pop up, I think. It gives us something to talk about for five minutes. <laughs> um, but uh, I read a comic book this week, Mike Dell. Oh. Yeah. When am okay. I going to get to be on your show? Well, what comic book was it? Uh, I read uh, Spider-Man Rain. Did you read this? No, but uh, we only review books from the 70s and 80s on Flea Market Fantasy. Yeah. All right. Well, then it doesn't qualify because I think this is not from then. I think this is from the 2000s yes. somewhere. But what it is basically is um, it was like a four-issue thing. It was on Kindle or, you know, Prime or whatever, so, you know, it's free. But basically it's like Spider-Man's version of Dark Knight Returns. He's an old man. Uh, Mary Jane's dead, Aunt May's dead, he's bitter, and J. Jonah Jameson is now his biggest cheerleader. J. Jonah Jameson is like kind of like this crazy town crier type where, you know, he stands on the corner and he, you know, the end is nigh, that kind of guy. But he knows okay. Peter Parker's Spider-Man, so he enlists him back because... You know, they're living in a world now that's like a, a militarized government, you know, you know, we're war-headed eventually. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so the, the government unleashes like the Sinister Six to scare the city, and they're putting this big force field over the city. Like, it, 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 it's okay. It's all right. The artwork is not great. I'll be honest with you. I don't love it. It's kind of weird. It's kind of in the Frank Miller style, even, of The Dark Knight Returns, but not as not as defined, I think. Sometimes I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on in the panel. Oh, that's not a good sign. So this is Spider-Man Rain. Like, how do you spell the rain? Which rain is it? R-E-I-G-N. And, like, the front cover is him draped over, like, Mary Jane's tombstone. His costume's all tattered up, I believe. He's, like, hugging her tombstone, I think, is what the cover looked like. So I don't know, but like I said, it's on Amazon Prime. So if you got Amazon Prime, you can read it for free. So then uh, I, I downloaded then Spider-Man Blue, but I ha- I haven't started oh, okay. Blue yet. But it basically, it's kind of it sounds like a love story more than anything. It's like a love story of how Spider-Man and I guess Mary Jane got together, and I don't know. It, it sounds interesting, but I haven't started it yet. I've actually uh, heard good things about Blue. Uh, that's sure also Jake on Prime if you want to read it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he would. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he would. Uh, I sent a uh, DM to the Ed saying, uh-huh. uh, yeah, if he's going, because he just tweeted something to someone like a little bit before nine. Shut up, you monkey nuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> he tweeted to our buddy uh, UMass Damashek telling him that Rutgers is awful. <laughs> that was like an hour ago. I think he could call the show. Hmm. All right. 
Um, so I don't know what to do because if we, we we should probably just keep stalling until the edge shows up, right? Or you know we give him till nine twenty, and if he doesn't call by nine twenty, then he he's not getting on today. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, right. What else happened this week, Larry? Hey, I broke a hockey ball this week. Did you see that? You broke a hockey ball? Yeah, when I you know because I still go shoot. I, I shot twice this week. I was busy working two days, and then I didn't go today because the doctor's appointment. But on Monday when I went, uh, you know, it's summer, Larry, and I'm using an orange ball. So it's rare to bring yeah. an orange ball in the summer. In, in the winter, yeah, you can shatter them easy. But in the summer, breaking an orange ball, that is pretty impressive, I think. <laughs> I've never seen an orange ball break in the summer. I've seen well, it in the winter, but it, sure. like, the, the uh, seam on the ball just split. So it like just opened up. God. But at, in fairness, it's I took that ball took a beating because I've been shooting again. I do at least 400, 500 shots every day I go. So you know I, that ball took like thousands of shots, and it just and I, I broke it with a wrist shot. Just bang against the boards, and it broke. Okay. Can you can you buy balls still, or do you need a DeLorean? <laughs> no, they still have them. So so yesterday I had to go and pick up another ball on my way to shoot hockey. Ah, look at you. Yeah. Were you in a DeLorean? I don't know. No. No, all right. Do they still have the pink ball? I always like the pink ball the best. Uh, yeah, orange, pink, and uh, the, the blue is the really cold weather ones. But uh, yeah, I think yeah. they have pink yellow. Was, I think too, like cold weather. Pink was super hot weather. No, no, no. Pink was uh, like spring. Orange was the hot weather. Really. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought there was a, I thought there was one over orange, like hey, you know, this is for ninety, but if you're in a hundred degrees, use this one. <laughs> in the Maybe old days, my like just had the three, orange, pink, and blue. Pink was in the middle. Pink was like a little too soft in the summer, but you don't want to use an orange one in the winter because you can, like I said, shatter it, or and it hurts really hard when it hits you. Oh, uh, oh my God, it stings so bad. <laughs> It, it, it seems like uh, when I'm out there shooting, when other people come around, uh, they're always on the rollerblades and they're always using pucks, you know? Yeah. You know what the worst was in the fucking winter playing? For one thing, like, the the inability to stop was always a fucking hindrance. Like, you, had, you know, yes. you'd take, like, three or four strides and then you'd slide for about 900 feet. Yeah. But the other thing I always hated was You'd always have the fucking asshole who couldn't even, like, you know, they'd take a slap shot and wouldn't even, like, go off the deck even two inches. So every once in a while, it'd hit him right on the, you know, oh, my God, is that fucking hurt. It's like eight degrees outside, and you take a shot right off the tip of the toe. My God, is that fucking hurt. Yeah, it's like, good times. just up in the air a little bit, man. Come on. I realize you're no. I, I played a game one time in uh, Delmont at the deck. The whole surface was nothing but ice. Like it was just literally nothing but ice. And we played, yeah. and it was ridiculous. Um, I hear you, dude. I hated like when I used to work at the at that rink in Murraysville. You know, if we got two inches of snow, I had to go down at like eight in the morning and clean the fucking rink with a fucking shovel. <laughs> that was it the was worst. So bad, like. Um, I think our team only had maybe, and it, like each team didn't have like a full set of full roster. So like I think my team had a goalie, and there had been like four of us, 
and then the other team maybe had like five or six guys. And so right to get the game started, no one can move. So I get a ball deep in our zone, and I, I just wrist it right into the open net because they didn't have a goalie, you know. And so I just yeah. wristed it all the way down, bang. And then it's like, oh, yeah, cool. So then what they started doing is uh, they just part, put someone back there in front of the net at all times, you know. But we could never – like, we could never even move or advance the ball at all because it's like uh, – yeah. do anything. I hear you. And like, we were we were undermanned. We only had three or four people out on the deck at one time, and they had – more guys than us, so they were able to put someone back in the net, and it just we just couldn't do anything because <laughs> no one could move. It was terrible. Uh, the glory. Do you ever bear the goalie? Yeah, that's Cubby. Like and that's what Matt. they call Cubby Cubby because he was. Do you remember those two guys, Bear and Matt? I don't know Bear, the the goalie with like the beard and the right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his brother Matt played. He was a defenseman. He was real good. He had like longer hair and stuff. They both worked. I, oh yeah, well, I think no, I Matt used to. Him. Matt used to work at the rink in Murraysville. He was a ref there for a long time. Yeah, was well, there last name Rivardo? Yes, it was. That's Matt Rivardo. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I like the and those those dudes were cool. I, I remember Matt and I. We used to talk all the time when I ran the clock, and he's a big Rush fan. But I remember him like I remember <laughs> one day asking him. He's in, he's in the middle of a game repping, and we're having, like, this philosophical conversation, like, during the game. Like, you know, the clock's ticking, and he's standing on the blue line, and I'm like, would you rather get a blowjob, or would you rather just have straight sex? And he's like, straight sex? And I'm like, that's fucking weird. Like, why, are you, well, well, you know, there's no effort involved with the blowjob. And so we got into this whole conversation in the middle of the game. You know, he's calling penalties and shit, discussing blowjob over plus. He's a good dude. Huh. That was, that was like a, a fun job. Yeah, it, it was good times there. Uh, it, you could do like a Clerks movie about working at a deck, you know? Yeah. Except it was great. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that kind of a movie, like, you know, just uh, talking yeah. about weird shit. And... You know what we could do? Uh, we could go up on the roof and sell things. Yeah. Like just the office of the clerks. We'll just do that kind of shit. Oh. All right, yeah. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just keep saying yeah. throughout throughout the whole movie, I was supposed to be here today. I'll just keep saying that. I was supposed to be here. Hey, Larry, the, uh, on uh, last week when I was shooting hockey, some um, they're they're doing a league out there on Wednesday nights, a roller hockey league, and they were going to have a draft that night. And I guess this one kid showed up early, and I we he started talking to me and shit. And uh, it just came up that I used to be a hockey writer. And uh, he said, Where, who'd you write for? And I said, did you ever hear of LCS Hockey? And he said he had. What? <laughs> I think he was just being nice. Yeah, he had to. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, you never know. Like, well, well, that's me. And he's like, no shit. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Did you tell me you had a podcast? No. Uh, yeah. I never mentioned it. Well, I told him about I told him about Mike Allen, flea market fantasy, but not this. <laughs> we don't, yeah, well, that makes sense. I tell people about flea market fantasy too. Oh, the good old days of playing deck hockey. Yeah, they were good times. Uh, yeah. uh, just checking my twitters again. Still no uh, response from yet. And and we should remind everyone that's how Larry and I met uh, through the deck hockey and yeah. 
Larry used to make. Yeah, you used to come down to the there. rink when I worked there, and, and we used to just we started chit-chatting. I used to call you the Eric Fry fan club. <laughs> yeah, because Eric Fry was my buddy. We would Because uh, there were two decks, one on, in Delmont, which was closer to my house, and then one in Murraysville, which was a little bit farther from my house. And so Eric Fry and I would always uh, shoot and practice, because he was a really good goaltender, and we would shoot three four times a week at the Delmont rink. But then he also played games down in Murrayville. So I would go down yeah, with him and he also play. worked there after a while, yeah. 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 But, yeah, so. he used to come down and, like, critique his like his stance. Oh, you, yeah. you know, you got to drop the glove a little bit. You used to do <laughs> he that. Always want... Yeah, because, like, again, he was a legit really good goaltender. Like, if he, he was skate. Like he and he was like an athlete, you know, like a legit, like I'm not an I'm a librarian with athletic ability, but he's built like an athlete, you know. So he could have been yeah. in the NHL if he he was six three, two twenty five, two thirty. So he's a really like a legit athlete. So he was real serious about his goaltending, and I he was I, I loved it because it gave me something to shoot on all the time, you know. Yeah. You know what he didn't like. Uh, he did not like taking shots to the helmet. I can tell you that much. He did not like that at all. Uh, I used to crush him right in the, in the collarbone, right? And he would get so mad because it always collar in the throat, in the neck. Because I would always aim top glove, and my shot would always curve because I put a lot of spin on it. And, and it was really hard, so it either hit you or didn't. And uh, it was hitting him. <laughs> it was hitting him. Mm. Were you there that night? He was in the pro shop getting dressed. He got a new helmet because he was a guy too that like he took his helmet seriously as well. So he got yeah, he got airbrushed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he he looked good. Like he looked like like a lot of deck hockey goalies. They just whatever shirt they found in the back of the car and no no no. His pads matched his jersey and his helmet. He looked like a legitimate NHL goaltender. And like you know, like you said, he was, he was really, really fucking good. Like probably the best goaltender I've seen play. At least one of the top three. Uh, I, I know say. it sounds ridiculous to say, but he, if he could skate as well as he was on his feet, he could, he would have been in the NHL. Like he was that level. Of oh athlete. yeah, he was, he was just good. Yes, he was big. He's he athletic, good of a goalie. Yeah. Yep. But uh, one night he's getting dressed to go play a game, and he, you know he busts out the new helmet and he, he puts it you know on top of his head. And he's getting ready to walk out to the uh, pro shop door. And on the back head plate, like the plate that goes on the back of your head, I say to him, like, he's, he's, got, he's got an airbrush. So I'm like, what the fuck does stingy mean? I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. And he's like, it's stingy. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> it, I, think, hilarious. I, had, I don't think I had ever seen stingy written out before then. I don't know. But dude, the funny thing about that is everyone said that to him. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, uh, it's hilarious. Well, I was going to comment on your photo the other day about stingy, but then I was like, I don't know if that will translate, and then they might not know what I'm talking about. Oh, it would have translated because I always made the joke too. Yeah, because I posted on Facebook the other day saying, you know, I'm looking for a goalie, and uh, you know, he's too old. <laughs> he doesn't want any part of it. But. uh because he was older than me by a few years. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Lance still plays. He's got a bo- Yeah, I know. But is Lance coming down, does Lance want some of this? He doesn't want any of this. He doesn't want it. He probably doesn't. Yeah. He probably yeah. doesn't. 
I think Lance is coming over tomorrow to watch that AEW. You should come over. All in hey. or all out or whatever. <laughs> I am all, all out of all out. Yeah. Yeah. 185 Live. <laughs> no, that's my favorite nickname for him. Uh, hey, I, I heard there's rumors, though, that, uh, that uh, Emma might be showing up. Oh, that would be nice. Emma's got. There's talk of her ba- the greatest. They're doing a battle royal, the and there's some women wrestling. involved in the battle royal. So uh, maybe she'll show up. That's all I'm saying. Best legs in the history of wrestling. <laughs> Billy Kay. Well, I mean, I don't see a lot of photos of her, but I see a lot of photos of Emma on Twitter and stuff. Because I follow uh, the fuck out uh, of Emma. And her legs are <laughs> phenomenal. Um, also, tomorrow, Ooh. I think, is NXT Cardiff. NXT UK Cardiff. Mm. I know Rhea Ripley's on there, so... That'd... <laughs> It'd be better than that. All Out. I don't think. Who are you I don't think I like Rhea Ripley. Out, Larry. What's the? Oh, I love Rhea Ripley. Uh, she's like uh, amazing. She's going to be a huge star, and she looks so enormous and imposing. But then she's only really like five eight or five nine. You know. Well, that's that's bigger for a woman. Like Alexa Bliss is. Like yeah, for a lady, but on TV, tall. like she looks like. Uh, but I'm like taller than her, so I. But you think Rhea Ripley, oh, my God, she's so intimidating. But, yeah, it's just, uh, I think. So you're saying you could slap I guess the her point around? Is, like, if you were – No, I, I, the, the point is uh, people on TV always look much bigger than they are, you know? Yeah. I guess so. <coughs> except for the, if except you were, for the young bucks. <laughs> if you were locked in, her, in my living room with Rhea Ripley, could you take her and not with your penis? <laughs> uh – I, well, probably not. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> All right. What about Leo Rush? Give another week or so. <laughs> I have a better shot at Leo Rush than me. <laughs> what happened to that guy? I haven't seen him in months. He got, yeah, they got pissed at him. He was, like, jacking up backstage or something, acting like a big shot, and they just kind of said, all right, <laughs> well, see you later. I don't know if you think he ends up fired or what, but yeah. You know what's yeah. weird here? Listen, you want to hear a pathetic thing? Here's something pathetic. Um, the other day, I downloaded this app. It's like it's from Tops, and you get like these virtual WWE cards. Yeah. And do you know what I'm talking about? These kind of things. Yeah, and I've been on it every day opening packs of cards, and they're always, like, the same fucking cards, but yet every day, like, several times a day, I check in, I open my new packs, I'm like, oh, here's another, you know, here's another goddamn Ruby Riot. I got about 700 Ruby oh. Riots. It's, nice. it's Ruby the Riot lamest thing. goddamn thing. It's, I, you know, I'm embarrassed <laughs> by it. You know, I play Yahtzee. Now, what do you fine. do with these cards? Is it like a game, or you Nothing. just collect them? No. You just open packs and just have a little album and you have them in there. That's it. Oh, so it's, it's like so you know, lame. Card collecting for the new century. Yeah, I guess, but I, I I'm not I'm unsure of like what exactly I'm looking for in these packs. Like every once in a while you get one that like you know like it glows and shit, but I don't know who gives a fuck. 
It's still well, the same the picture that you used for the other cards, but this one's glowy. You're, you're looking for Oscar. That's what you're doing. Well, I'm looking yeah. for Kevin Owens, basically. That's all I'm really looking <laughs> for. He's my Oscar. <laughs> oh, what else? Oh, there's the UFC this weekend, but yeah, I don't think. You, oh, we, and we got oh, our fantasy God. football draft. So, yes. Oh. All right. Hey, hey, how about we just pick the draft orders? Because apparently the Ed's not coming, so we'll pick the draft orders, um, and then we'll do the Twin Peaks with Jank. Right. He's still here, Jank. Hang on, buddy. Please don't <laughs> leave us. Um, which one are we doing first? Let's do uh, let's do the old school league first. All right. Now All we've right. been doing Once this again. league since like '98, '99. And every time, uh, Larry cheats, and he always picks the first <laughs> pick. I have right. never picked first, ever, in any of these nope. drafts. But Larry's picked first, like, I don't know, 12 times. But, hey, I'm sure he's he's on the up and up. I don't think he's cheating. Yeah. Now, once again, I will reiterate, I swear on the life of whomever you want that this is in no way, shape, or form rigged. I am legitimately... Pulling 12 folded pieces of paper out of a hat one at a time. I don't know what's on the paper until I open it. I can't help it. Hey, what kind of hat? You, know, you tweeted it out earlier. You tweeted out a picture of uh, the, the setup. Uh, was yeah. that correct in seeing that it was a Pittsburgh Pirates hat that you'll be using to pick from? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just feel like as time goes on, I, I really feel like the Pirates are becoming my team here. I don't know why. I'm just drawing they still suck, the though, right? Oh, they really suck. Very much. Yeah. Do you think it's do you think That's it could just be that you're older now, like old people like baseball? So Yeah. Yeah, I think that could be it too. That could just be slower. Part of it. Yeah. And yep. Less less chance for grotesque injury. You know, oh, unlikely that somebody's grotesque injury. arm's gonna oh. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey's finger? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, whatever day that was, I don't know. I'm scrolling down through Facebook. You know, I just, I'm just i just hitting the down arrow, down arrow, and I was like, oh, there's Ronda Rousey. And then, like, I looked, and I was like, looks like she's in a hospital. Like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Her fucking finger was, like, dangling. It was so fucking gross. Oh. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know if you want to go and find the picture, but yeah, I'm sure you can find it online. It almost looked like it got hit with like a propeller or something. Like the, oh. it was severed like almost the whole way through, except it was like ah. a ribbon, and it was like, <laughs> it was so weird. And it was like sticking out to the side and just connected by a little bit of. It's like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? Apparently, she was filming a movie and someone slammed the door on her hand. Oh my god. Is that what it was? Because I That's in her what Instagram I post, or she said something about they were doing something with a boat. Oh, and she smashed her finger somewhere, like on the dock. It got pinched between the boat and the something like that. And she said she didn't even know because they were. I, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if they were filming something or How whatever. How could you not know? And, 
She's like, well, I, she's like, I felt it hurt. She's like, but I'm used to like performing in front of people, and I never even looked until I was <laughs> done doing whatever they were doing, and then she saw that, you know, it, it was so gross. I backdoored myself. <laughs> that's into the that. kind of thing, like, ready. For I don't it. think that finger's ever going to be the same, right? I mean, that finger's like fucked from now on, right? It's probably going to be I mean, dead. There's probably going to be no feeling. I think they. I think she said they had to reattach the bone. God damn it, man. Yeah, like there was nothing there. It was just hanging. And oh, oh man, because like I even have such my anxiety thumb, right now thinking about it. From breaking my thumb twenty years ago, I still can't use my right thumb to like open a lot of stuff. You're, you know what I mean? It still doesn't like work like the other one. So mm. I can't imagine that one. But I would take your thumb yeah. over Rhonda's finger any day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, all right. Anyway. Um, all right, so it's all time right. for Larry to cheat on the draft order. Yes. All right. Oh, I got the hiccups. So, as you know, we uh, got 12 teams in this league. First pick out of the hat picks number 12 until we get down to number one. All right, are you ready, Mike? Are you writing these down? Because you're going to have to tinker the yeah. uh, draft orders. All right. Number 12, Chalupa Batman. That's the Ryan. That's the Ryan. All right. So number 11 goes to Chim. Chim. That's Jim Ivino. By the way, Larry, did you see the big Jim Ivino news? I did see it. Like he's a professor at WVU or something or something, something. Yeah. He left the Post-Gazette. So that's uh, that's a relief. Now we don't have to stomach all those propaganda posts from the Post-Gazette. You know, just pushing on it. Yeah. Up again. Um, but yeah, he's going to be like a journalism professor at West Virginia. What the fuck? How did that happen? I don't know. I have no idea. You know what we should do is when he comes on the show, we should ask him, oh, wait, yeah, he never comes on the show because he never calls. No, he never does. Yeah. yeah. He's a one percenter. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Jim Ivina, number 11. Yep. Number 10, Beer Trolls. Uh, that's Dewey, right? Zippy's buddy yeah. Dewey. We also should announce that Independent George is the back-to-back champion currently and is going for the IG. Really? All right, number nine. No. Oh no! He won two in a row. I thought Dave Miller won. Yeah. One. No, it was me. Um, what number are we on? Nine. <laughs> oh, that's Champ. Every fucking year, I'm nine or. All right, number eight. Let the Wookiee win. Let the Wookiee win. I don't even know who that is. That's a new name. I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. Let me see. Let me go over to this page real quick. All right, what number are we on? Seven. It goes to Misery River. Misery River. And Zippy. Zippy. Let the Wookiee win. That's who I play. That's Dave Miller. Oh, all right. He used to be Crafonzo Fudge. Oh, Crafonzo Fudge. Okay. All right. All right. What number are we at, Mike Dow? Six. I to win it. Number six. Oh, I'm shocked. Locks and Bagels. Cousin Brandon. Oh, yeah. Top five pick again. All right. Number That's amazing. Five. Yep. Bad news, bears. <laughs> My nephew. 
My nephew's in college yeah. now, Larry. He went to college. What? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. My little nephew is a freshman at Duquesne University. He just started a couple wow. of weeks ago, last week or something. And wow. I and I asked him, you know, now that he's a big college man, do you still want to be doing the fantasy football? And he said, yes, he does. And uh, something about his only goal is just to – well, he said his goal is to finish in, like, the top six. And I'm like, wow, that's quite the yeah, goal to have in fantasy football. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, and, like, traditionally, I I still, like, I always, I always think, oh, the Bad News Bears, they're 2-12 and 12 or whatever. But, you know, he's only <laughs> seven, so it's cute. But, no, no, he's yeah. in college now. Yeah, so that's in college, probably you don't know, banging all kinds of uh, sorority girls and living it up. And I know what he's not doing. He's not majoring in fantasy football. That's for sure. <laughs> they, they finished second one year when he was uh, when A minus and him were together on a team, the X mm. But uh, that was as close as they ever. Yeah, yeah. All right, what do we Appar- got? Three left. Apparently, like Larry. When I was trash talking him, he he said that I finished tenth last season, and I that cannot be true, right? I could not have finished. Well, uh, I'm on the page. I'm sure. Let me have a look. I'm sure he was mistaken. I'm sure he meant like second. 2018. Probably. Are you talking regular season or finished standings? Well, regular season because. Yeah. Okay, because you finished tenth in the regular or in the you know after the playoffs ended. Uh. Uh, well, that doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares? Did I make I the playoffs? I, uh, I doubt it. All right. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I did. I can't I find it right now. Yeah, it's kind of impossible. All right. All right. Uh, what are we at? Three or four? Okay, there's four. two here. All right, number four goes to. <laughs> there's two here because Shrew- Larry's name is out of it. No, they were folding no. inside of each other. Schroot beat Farm right. at number four. It's their buddy Land. Yeah. Uh, three boys. left, Mike. That was three left. Crazy. IG. Oh, IG. IG at three. Oh, you that's only have to pick third this year. Oh, that's terrible. All right, two. That is weak. Number two goes to Skippy and Pete. Somebody Matthew. Yep. Now, do you know who's left, Mike Dow? Who number one goes to? Uh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> uh, who's left? Number one, Banana Hammocks. Our pal Sean, Sean Leahy. Leahy. <laughs> yep. Sean Leahy with the number one pick. What the fuck? Sean third? Leahy. What a rip. They got ripped on third. Well, here's what we do, Larry. Leahy doesn't listen to this podcast. So we can just say he was, like, 10th. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there was an episode of a league like this in, in a Ruxin yeah. New, and he cursed the season. <laughs> yeah. Does it make you more, or are you more disappointed knowing that I am your back-to-back champion? Yeah, because I thought for sure, like, I know you won it two years ago because I uh, – I got you like the send me the belt. Oh yeah, that's right. Because then last year I said, do, I have to, do you want anything? Do I have to buy you anything? And you're like, nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, that doesn't sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. IG3. Well, nice of you. If you get if you get the the, the hat trick, I'll have to buy you something. But, uh, All right. Uh, How about a uh, hand job at a massage parlor? <laughs> I'll get you the oranges myself. 
But yeah. uh, I, right. I was going to say I don't think anyone's won three in a row, but wait, I think Zippy probably won three in a row once, right? Yeah, I think he did at some point, that fucking dick. All right. All right, so now the big guy, LCS Hockey Radio Show, Fantasy Football League. Hey, by the way, yep. when are the drafts? Sunday at, like, what time? Uh, our regular league is 3 p.m. Sunday, and then the radio show league is 5.30 p.m. Sunday. Ah, he's keeping it tight. Yeah. Uh, a little break in between. All right. You know, get yourself a little tofu and shit. All right. <laughs> Same deal as the other league. 14 teams in this league. Thanks, Cousin Brandon. So, <laughs> first pick out of the hat is the 14th pick. Here we go. Number 14 goes to, oh, no, Tennessee Shim Sham. That's our buddy uh, Street Dreamer. Dreamer. He's, he's going to be upset about that. Street Dreamer, well, keep I'll in mind, what, though, you get two picks in a row. Yeah. You get two picks yeah. in a row. So, in a 14-team league, if you're getting 14 and 15, that's not that bad. It's not that bad. No, it's not. It really isn't. You really, like, in that league, you either want to be, like, top three or, you know, 13th or 14th when you're picking in these drafts. It's really the best. Yeah. Yeah, Street Dreamer's myth. The Ed's here, finally. <laughs> oh. How nice of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're... You're going to have to wait now. All right, so, number 13, LCS Collector Corpse, which I believe is major my own minority. I don't I think. Also, I can't I, keep all the names straight. Also, I want to uh, say that I have no confirmation from anybody that they're even back. I Street <laughs> Dreamer didn't even know, like, uh, yesterday if we were even doing the league. So if he's not up to date, I'm sure yeah. other people don't even know what's going on. I got news for you. I haven't told anyone in our old league that I, just, I haven't sent anything to them either. So I don't know how many people even know the dress this weekend. Well, you get a notification. I got an email saying you re-registered oh, the right. league, so... Yeah. All right. Uh, whatever number we're on, Chalupa Batman. <laughs> That's uh, the Ryan. So he got 12th in both leagues. How about that? Oh, look at him. Yeah. yeah. Tree. All right, number 11, Team Jim. Team Jim. That's 4th and 26, I believe. All right, whatever number we're on goes to I.G., Independent George. Oh, I you're picking tenth. Whoa, what yeah, happened? That tenth, tenth's pretty bad. I'll be honest with you. That's not a good spot to be in. Oh, All right, number nine goes to. Oh, it goes to Cham. Number nine, Cham. Again, how Cham again at nine? <laughs> I'm always nice. Yeah. Symmetry. You liked it for the Ryan, so you can like it for yourself. All right, uh, <laughs> Jew Hefner's at number eight. Jew Hefner's at number Brandon. eight. Number seven goes to Sonic Tigers, which I believe is the, uh, Fred Pet Miller, who we were unsure of last year if he was coming back until the very end. I think that's who that is. So I'm going to say he, he doesn't even know. Uh, Tina, Tina Fey's Balls is the next pick. I'm not sure who that is. That's number six. This up. Number six goes to uh, monologue fan. Well, monologue fan is number five. 
Oh, five. Okay. That's Patrick from Spaceball, California. All right, so then we're at number four. Welker, Texas Ranger. That is DOT fan. Oh, is that DOT fan? All right. All right, number three goes to Ginger Ninjas. There's Sean Leahy again cracking the top Fucking of the draft. Leahy. That motherfucking Irish motherfucker. All right, and then number two, Blatzed. That's our buddy Blatzman from the old Damashek message boards. All right. All right, number one pick in the draft, the Stone Cold ETs, Mike Dow, the returning <laughs> champion, gets the number one pick in the draft. Oh, he won it last year? Yep, he won it last year. I sent him some cereal... Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even remember what you sent him. What the? I don't either. I don't either. I sent him a trophy. I know that. I sent him some kind of Nick Foles figure, I believe. I sent him two boxes of cereal because he's way into cereal. And I don't know what else was in there. I'm sure. What kind of cereal? You know, some. Ah, uh, I sent him. Um, the Nutter Butter Cereal, and I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churro Cereal. <laughs> All right. Because I had seen him comment on that on his on his Facebook page over, you know, like a couple weeks before that and how he was into these cereals. And I'm like, oh, I'll send cereal. I like to personalize the box as much as I can, Mike, though. I start creeping yeah. on people when they win so I can see what they're into and shit. <laughs> All right, so there's the draft order. Uh, Sunday is the big draft. Uh, maybe our football expert, the Ed, can give us some tips. Is he on the line? He's on the line, but here's the thing, Mike, though. We're almost at 10 o'clock already. Yeah. Well, you know, is it, you know you're very tired, are you? Because we go to do Twin Peaks. <laughs> Let's see where the Ed we'll, was. We'll talk Ed. To Ed! Yeah. What where the hell, you? the Ed? What? We had you, you booked you sent me a the message first hour of the show. Saying, I want to be on your show. No, nobody told you me show that. Nobody said the first, no one said the first hour of the show. I said I was calling in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, but I have, some, really... I, 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 I have some news. All right. Uh-oh. A friend of yours, not mine, died in a car <laughs> accident. What? What? Yeah, baby Jean. What? Wait, baby Jean died? Ed. Did we? Ed. <laughs> so the Ed comes on, tells us a toddler has died, and then hangs up. <laughs> Well, in all fairness, Baby Jean's probably in college now, too, I would imagine. Oh, that's true. We've been doing this show a long time. Yeah, a long, long time. <laughs> so, uh, so the Ed's gone now. He breaks the news that I Baby don't know. Jean is dead, and then he just leaves. I'm right here. He's still sh- – oh. <laughs> What the hell? Were you talking into the wrong end of the phone? What was happening? I'm right here. You hear me? Yes, yeah. I can hear you. What happened to baby oh. Jean? Got killed. 
You don't Fucker sound too broken up seat. about it. Fucker wasn't in his car seat. Oh, How old man. is he? Ah, 15. <laughs> yeah. I guess. All right. But hey, well, I, I, don't, can't, I didn't I mean can't, to laugh. Man, I can't do my preview tonight. I got a dinner date. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, huh. that's nice of you. Well, that's all right. <laughs> no one cares about who's me the, anymore anyway, except for street dreams. Who's the dinner date with? I'm going out with the I fat care. night. Oh, so Pat Knight. Oh, the big celebrity yeah. calls, and you're like, oh, yeah, sure, Pat Knight. I'll go to dinner with you. Fuck the hockey kids. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We're having dinner with Kobe's brother-in-law. Kobe? <laughs> Kobe's is, is that something? Uh, yeah, is that something good? Or I don't know. Yeah, and Kobe's daddy supposed to be there, too, Jelly Bean Bryant. <laughs> All right, hmm. Jelly Bean Bryant. Well, listen, I'll tell you, here's my, here's my dinner. goddamn preview. The Colts are not making the goddamn Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, real quick, the idea. What do you think of the whole Andrew Luck stuff? He's retired out of the blue. Then. He must be really hurt. He must be really hurt. Now, the guy, you know, I tell you about when we gamble, the guy who makes all the money and bets all the money, he yep. told me August 4th that Andrew Luck would never play again. Can Close. you believe that? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I laughed at him because I said Andrew Luck's going to win the next two Super Bowl MVPs, and I bet him a hundred dollars and lost. <laughs> He's got some sources. I'm pissed. He's got yeah. some kind of sorcery going on. No, I'm gonna give you my I'm gonna give you my rundown really quick. Okay, the AFC uh, East. Uh, Patriots first. Okay. Jets in second. Bills in third. Dolphins in fourth. AFC okay. North, Steelers in first, Browns in second, oh, that... Ravens in third, Bengals in fourth. Okay. AFC South, Jaguars first, Texans what? second, Titans third, Colts fourth. The AFC West, the Raiders first place, Chiefs second, Chargers third, Broncos fourth. The Raiders? Yeah, Raiders going to shock some fucking people. All right. Yeah. Then, in the playoffs, the, the, the wild card teams will be the Chiefs and the Browns. All right. And representing the AFC in the Super Bowl this year, going to be them stupid-ass Steelers. Ugh. I find that hard to believe. But, all right. Just listen and learn. Listen and learn. In the NFC, right. the Cowboys first, Eagles second, Giants and Redskins. Who knows what they're going to do? They both laugh. In the NFC North, the Vikings in first, the Bears in second, Packers third, Lions. They're hanging out with the Giants somewhere. In the NFC South. The Saints in first, Falcons in second, Buccaneers third, Panthers in fourth. And in the a- NFC West, man, that's a tough, tough, tough division. Who's in that division? <laughs> the, goddamn, the goddamn... What am I saying? 
It's just funny the way you said that. That's a the tough Rams in first. Rams in first, 49ers second. Cardinals in fourth. And the other team's in third. Who the fuck is the other team? <laughs> the Seahawks. The Seahawks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I could not think of them fucking faggots. Hey, calm down. All right. So, the Eagles will make the playoffs along with the Falcons and representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. New Orleans Saints. Huh. Saints and Steelers. Steelers, Saints, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. that's what's going to happen. Well, who's going to win? Hey, the Saints. All right. The Saints are winning in a dog fight. I predict that this season's going to suck watching the NFL. <laughs> okay. Now, any, any particular reason why? Or? Well, man, the NFL just sucks now, man. All these goddamn penalties and things happen, and, you know, it just doesn't even seem fair anymore. Are you, you getting excited for the somebody. XFL, Ed? Are you ready for the XFL? You know what? I like the promos that they made. I haven't even seen any promos. Oh, well, you know what? Hey, that's what you need to do next week is, is go through the promos of the XFL. Okay. Vince McMahon has really outdid himself this time. All right. We're still like a really year has. away, right? Oh, no. They start next month. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> No, I, I think we're still a year away, but uh, oh, 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 but we'll, we'll start an XFL podcast when it starts. We're doing an XFL fantasy draft. Damn right we are. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-two teams. <laughs> that might be tough, but uh, why? Right. I think the league only like has eight the- teams. <laughs> I like the Lancaster Lumberjacks. That's a good name. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, Street Dreamer been doing? Um, usual. Well, <laughs> doing the usual. That means he's jerking off the Rosie O'Donnell rerun. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, have you talked to Damashek? Uh, no, I have not. He hates us. <laughs> hey, Ed, we, we have our fantasy football draft this weekend. Any tips, any players that you think are going to have really big years? Should, should people go all in on Pat Mahomes? Or, or is he no. in your wonder? Or? I, say the, I, I say he throws under 40 touchdowns this year. <laughs> That's still really good if he throws like 38. Yeah, it's still really good. All right, well, I got to go. All right, the Ed. <laughs> I love you guys. But, okay. I love you, the Ed. <laughs> yeah. One day I'm going to come back with a real goddamn show. The XFL. We'll have an XFL show. It'll be awesome. All right. Be good. Don't let All him right, talk Ed. There he goes. Ed Miller. Capital E, itty bitty D. Capital M, little bitty I, little bitty L, little bitty N, little bitty E, little bitty R, Ed Miller. Larry? Larry? 
Oh, for fuck's sake, Larry fell asleep. Oh, hello? Larry. Yes. Yes. Where were you? I had the phone on mute, and I didn't. I I, I, I told the Ed I loved him like two or three times, but none of that got recorded. Um, do you remember that sketch on Mr. Show where Bob Odenkirk uh, calls David Cross saying he kidnapped his son, and if he ever wants to see him again, he, yeah. he needs like 10. Yeah. I didn't realize that was Andrew Luck on that phone call because. I must have realized when he retired the other day, I thought to myself, I've never heard this dude talk before because he sounds just like that. that I have your son. If you ever want to see him again, I need $10,000. He's got the really? creepiest fucking voice I've ever heard. Oh, I had no idea. All right. You never heard Andrew Luck talk? <laughs> it's creepy. I didn't find him that creepy when he was talking. I just, you know, thought it was pretty normal. It reminds me of... Tony Robbins trying to finger a ten-year-old. Well, that's, that's what his voice reminds me. It's very specific. Um, yeah. Yeah. I drafted last uh, week already, Mike Dell. So I'm I'm, I'm already uh, oh, I already got one. Oh, are you and Adam Rank? I had a practice run. Now I'm in the uh, Swamp People League, which I tried to get you to join, but I uh, changed you two times in it, but uh, yeah. you didn't. I'm very yeah, busy. You didn't join. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, all right, are we done with football now? Yeah, I think so. And let, let's. Do you have any tips for anybody drafting this weekend, Larry? <clears throat> I could barely name. Five uh, I would say avoid players. ninth place in any draft you're in. It's probably a good start. <laughs> you never want to be well, in ninth. Well, that's, that's that's dead. You're uh, you're uh, tied into the Pittsburgh sports culture, Larry. Uh, what do you think of the Ed's pick that the Steelers are going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, you I didn't hear so. any of that? I thought you were just ignoring no. me. Oh, no. God, no. no. The Steelers are never <laughs> going to the Super Bowl this year. Hell no. God, no. So you, so you were actually interacting with us throughout that whole time? Yeah, <laughs> I just thought you guys were just blowing me off because I kept saying, like, Hey, do you know what I just realized? And then you guys just start talking. I was like, fuck it, I'll just fucking sit here, I guess. I didn't realize the phone was muted. <laughs> yeah. For 12 yeah. years. I've uh, been doing this show yeah. for 12 you years. You guys missed out on some, probably my best, best stuff ever. The, the funniest shit ever, All I was right. saying it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I'm All right, a, so I guess no, no uh, real tips. This one, yeah, I don't, I couldn't, like I said, I can barely name you some NFL players, so fuck it. Yeah. Um, who cares? It's Twin Peaks time. It is. Well, we should bring Jank on first. Get him introduced oh, okay. and what have you. Jank. What's up? Hey, are, man. Are you willing to participate <laughs> this week, Jank? <laughs> yes, I will consent to being on the show. I always feel like uh, I you have can touch that. me. <laughs> uh, Mike, that before was we get part into the of twin... the Twin Peaks, though. Like it's that's that's true, but I always feel bad just making him do the show every week. Would you want to do this show every yeah. week? Unless you know, we we were bound by you know <laughs> the parole board and our core mandate. Yeah, parole. yeah, but he <laughs> has a choice. Yeah, uh, Jack. Before we get <laughs> into the week, Larry, I was reading some Spider Men's. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sp- Spider Man Rain. Did you ever read that? Uh, I did not, but I do remember the ads for it when it came out, and I think it was 
kind of the same thing where the art was not very good. And I think it was written by the same guy who did the art, which <laughs> is not usually I a don't... good thing. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, when I look up, uh, I'm pretty sure there's different people who wrote it and drew it. Oh, okay. I'll tell you, yeah, though, like, it, the story, the writing I thought was okay. Like, I, I like the style of that. It's just the art was weak. Yeah. Well, I don't know. A lot. Of, it seems like in the mid-2000s, there was a big ton of, like, uh, Marvel stories set in, like, dark futures. There was, like this whole thing called the end where they would do like X-Men, the end. And it would be like Chris Claremont trying to write the final X-Men story. And there's just so many of these things. And it's just like, ah, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. It came like out once in a while. It's fine. But 2006, 2007 and Jake, the, the writer did draw some of the, they have artists, plural. So the, the writer's name is car Andrews, K A A R E an extra a for. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> So there, it's listed as artist. I saw Jose Velarubia was listed. So I don't know. Yeah, I'd seen that... I'd seen other comics that that Kari Andrews had drawn. I'd never seen him write anything before. So I mean that didn't exactly instill confidence in me. Um, and yeah, I mean I'm sure it's all right, but nothing to to write home about. What about Spider-Man? Blue? What about? Yeah, what about Blue? Um, yeah, that I did read. It's been many, many years, <laughs> uh, but it was pretty good. Um, it's just kind of like a re, kind of a retelling, I guess, of like the younger days of you know Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane and all that stuff. Um, not, it does add like new stuff, new you know things that you never seen, that type of thing, without just being a complete retelling of things that already happened. But it's set in that time and kind of just a nice you know companion piece to that, I guess. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's uh, Jeff Loeb and oh, Tim Sale who, like, do a lot of good stuff together. Like, their runs on Batman were always really good. I like those a lot. All right. Mike Dell, are you still here? Twin Peaks? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you good? Diane, 11.30 a.m., February 24th. Entering the town of Twin Peaks. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Every day, once a day, give yourself a present. Damn good coffee. And hot. Fuck you, Larry, with your monkey ass. Fuck you, Larry. I believe we're there up to is. episode 16 overall. Uh, yep. I don't know what that makes it. <laughs> but we watched uh, 9 like, and 10 of season 2 right now. Yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> so we'd be, uh, we'd yeah. be at episode 18. No, it's episode 16. Well, there was 8 episodes in the first season, and then we watched 10 this season. That's 18. Uh, well, 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 episode 16, or Arbitrary Law, is the ninth episode of the second season of Twin Peaks. Oh, and the 17th episode of the series as a whole. Yet they have it listed as episode uh-huh. 16 in the title. Huh. <laughs> you got to get over these episode numbers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's just, You're spiring we're not wheel hunting. We've learned that. 
<laughs> you might know a lot about hockey. Right, but we don't need a conspiracy theory about the way they listed their episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because uh, at the top of the page it says not to be confused with part 16. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> All right. Anyway. I All right, probably, uh, I mean, on the DVD or something yeah, like that. Yeah, arbitrary or... laws. So where, where did we leave off last time, Larry? Do you, do you remember where we were at the last time? Uh, they, they had just found Madeline on the beach. Dead oh, in that's the right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So I would say, of of all the two episode weeks we had, this episode, this week was the busiest. There was a lot <laughs> yeah. of shit revealed going on <laughs> in these two particular episodes. Lots and lots of stuff going on. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot because they're I will closing say, out pretty much the first half of the show with the whole Laura Palmer stuff in the first one, and then they're trying to set up all kind of you know new spinning plates for the series going forward in the next episode. So there's definitely a lot thrown in there. I will say of all our two episode weeks, uh, this would be my second least favorite. <laughs> really? <laughs> Only episodes wow. one and two of season two are worse than this one, I think. Oh, see, no, I, I, I was really into both of these episodes. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't really, uh, wasn't a big, wasn't a big fan, wasn't a big fan. Huh. Um. All right, well, let's get into it here. Uh, so, so uh, we'll we'll get into it as we go along. All right. But uh, the episode starts with like uh, a Reservoir Dogs kind of thing. Cooper and the sheriff and <clears throat> Albert, the uh, FBI friend. <laughs> yeah, Albert's back. And yep. Deputy Hawk, they're all they're like walking towards the camera on some path out in the woods. <laughs> Looking cool. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh what, what they just say uh that the same guy killed Madeline and yada yada. Find another letter oh, under I, her nails. Yeah, I believe an O. And uh Albert, the the forensic guy who we love, who really just kind of a dick, but he he seems to have <laughs> softened and his recent appearances, and, and he pulls Cooper aside, and he says, hey, you do whatever you got to do, all your crazy nonsense, your your dream visions or journeys or whatever the fuck you do, you got to solve this. <laughs> I bet you got to stop it. Yeah, you got to stop <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and he, yeah, and, uh, I guess he has 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cooper's like, I need 24 hours to solve this case. He doesn't want anyone to know that they found Madeline yet. So they don't tell anyone that that she's been found yet. Yeah. Um, so here's here's where the things started to go sour for me. Uh, Donna shows up, and I just don't like <laughs> Donna. I can, I can do without Donna entirely. And uh, is that, she shows up. <laughs> is that Laura Flynn Boyle or is that Sherilyn Finn? No, Laura Flynn Boyle. Laura Flynn Boyle. Uh, I love. Yeah, Sherilyn I Finn. hate. I hate Laura Flynn Boyle on this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's terrible. Yeah, and, she's uh, pretty bad. Um, and this episode is very Donna-heavy at the start. So we get a lot of with Donna and James, and James gives her a <laughs> ring, and they're going to get married or whatever. And then she overhears Andy just sitting at the counter at the diner, just repeating the same phrase in French that the, the shut-in guy wrote in a suicide note about he's a solitary, lonely soul or whatever. And <laughs> uh, she goes, oh, wait. That lady's kid told me that too. So right away she goes, "Oh, I gotta go see Deputy or Officer whatever Cooper, Agent Cooper." Cooper. And yeah, yeah, and then like immediately, bang, her and Cooper are going to this old lady's (laughs) house. Now listen, just five, just thirty seconds ago, 
Cooper's having this conversation, and he's got 24 hours to solve this Laura Palmer case. And then Donna just shows up and says, hey, come to me to this old lady's house. Her kid said something to me that was somewhat interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, like, didn't that bother anyone else? It just seemed No, I mean, it's a, it's a very quick-paced episode, I would, I would say that. But I, would, I definitely see why he would want to follow up on that. I, I don't I see I don't see why he'd want to follow up on that. Like <laughs> it, if he's trying to solve Laura Palmer's murder within 24 hours, Donna, some high school broad, just shows up and says, "Hey, by the way, some uh, some weird kid dressed like a magician said something in French to me. We should go ask him about it." All right, Donna. <laughs> how about we look at that tomorrow? Today, I'm trying to solve <laughs> Laura Palmer's murder. I don't know. She seems weird. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really think that hard into it. Yeah, so he is tied into Laura Palmer. Like he, he may not have been the one to kill her, but he certainly had pages of her secret diary and that kind of stuff. So he certainly is somehow tied into this whole mess. So I would see why he'd want to follow up on any kind of lead. It just seemed weird, like he would drop everything and, and go with Donna right away, like that, with no. What other new leads does he have at that time? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing it would have been already been better if there's at least. At least some scene in between when we last see Cooper so pressed for time, and then Donna just say, "I'm let's go get Agent Cooper," and then she just quickly gets. If you could at least have something in between to like show that where he's at his wits end, like nothing to do, he doesn't know he, you know, he's like, "Yeah, what?" And then go, "All right, I'll try" or something. But it just seemed weird mm-hmm. that the two scenes back to back with no bridge between them. It just seems odd. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. uh, so, so okay, she calls. She goes to the old lady's house with Cooper. And he says, all right, Donna, I think we should go. Because the, the lady's there. She's not the old lady who Donna nope. had met with the Meals on Wheels program. She's some other lady. And uh, she's like, yeah, my mom died three years ago. Oh, wait, you're Donna? Uh, that shut-in guy across the street left this for you, and it's a little note. <laughs> and what was, was in the note? It was pages of Laura's diary, right? Yeah. About how the, she had a dream, basically the same dream that Cooper had in, like, episode three. Uh, where they were in that red room. Um, basically, Laura had that same exact dream before she died. Oh, that's right. Yeah, with the little guy dancing. And, yep. and, uh, the thing <laughs> I liked about the diary is she said she's in a room with the little guy dancing and an old guy sitting across. And that old guy's Cooper. <laughs> she sees Cooper as an old guy. <laughs> well, he was. They did Remember, they did have him made up to look like 20-something years older. It was weird really? looking makeup, but yeah. <laughs> if you go back and look, yeah, I his never, face looks all weird. I never picked up on that. Yeah, I never yeah. noticed either. Huh. Yeah, it's very strange huh. looking. If you look at his face in that, it's you can tell it's not uh, not exact. Like he looks fucked all up. Alright, fair enough. Um so why would the shut in guy I have so many questions. Why would he why would he leave <laughs> this note with the neighbor? Why wouldn't he just leave it at his house? With her name on the envelope, what? And did he leave his house to go give it to the neighbor? I mean, he's a shut-in. He doesn't leave his house. I mean, maybe he called her to come over and pick it up. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's bizarre. <laughs> all right, um, so all right, so uh, they, they the name get, of the game uh, the diary, and then uh, what else happens, Larry? What happens next? I don't know. Um, uh, I don't remember the exact order of things. I want to say next is where Donna goes to uh, the Palmer house, and she's kind of there with Leland. Um, I think that's a little later. I'm looking at the summer here. Um, 
We, we got a scene at, uh, at the diner with uh, Nadine and her mom. Her mom is being like a oh, bitch God. again. <laughs> this is all I didn't, like, this, like when we yeah, get into that, this aspect of this show, it's very. This is just straight soap opera at this point. <laughs> Not a whole lot to yeah. do with the main storyline. Don't really care about the relationship between the the waitress at the at the diner and the mom. Or the owner of the diner. I can't remember her name. I, I, I'm, we're 18 no, episodes in. I don't know everybody's name. I don't. 18 <laughs> episodes. I don't know everybody's name yet. Oh, yeah. Her name's Norma. Yeah, I, I, like her name. Norma. Yeah, I call her um, Peggy Lipton. Yeah. <laughs> the, the reason, one of the reasons I don't like this episode very much is how it was directed. And I guess it was directed by a fellow named Tim Hunter. And he did three other episodes. One that we haven't seen yet in episode four of season one, which was the one where they went to the vet's office and a llama was seen with the llama looking at Cooper. <laughs> and if I recall correctly, that was probably one of my least favorite episodes of season one. But uh, this scene with Norma and her mom is a perfect example of why I didn't like the directing in this episode. Like, the, the shot they have, like, it's so weird. Like, you're looking up at Norma and then down at the mom. Yeah. It just seemed, like, very contrived and um, distracting. It. it hmm. And melodramatic. It was just melodramatic yeah. too. Like we, all they were missing was like, you know, the, the the organ music in the background, like from the old soap opera. And then the, like, the that's shit all was really uh, missing. Was... When Cooper was reading those diary pages, they just zoomed in real close on his eye and then Donna's mouth, and it was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, <laughs> it was really annoying. And uh, again. It, it just got in the way. It, like distracted from what was actually going on. Okay. It, 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 good directors are like uh, good officials in hockey games. Where you don't notice them. You don't notice mm-hmm. them. <laughs> you know? like, I hear you. And when you're, no- the scene when where you're there, noticing the long, director, so. it's a problem. Yeah, so I don't know. But, so whatever. Um, so yeah, I don't thing, even like it. Here's the, another thing. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Oh, God. Once again, 18 episodes in. I don't even really understand what's going on with the mom and the uh, and the waitress or the waitress at the diner. Like when that when they when those kind of scenes come on, that's kind of when I'm looking at champions to see what move I got to make and stuff. So I don't even understand w- why the mom hates the daughter or thinks she's a loser. I don't even <laughs> really know why, to be honest with you. I don't think anyone really does at this point, because uh, she just popped yeah. up this season. It- you, they just have that antagonistic relationship that nothing that Norma does is good enough for her mother. And then in the next episode, we find out that the, the famous reviewer coming to Twin Peaks gave the diner a bad review, and uh, Norma finds out, oh, the reviewer was her mom. Her mom is the famous <laughs> reviewer. So, <laughs> and, uh, all right. Yeah, it's not a big plot thread to, to the show. They do follow up on it a bunch in uh, the final dossier. Uh, where I think I mentioned last week that that's not her real mom. Uh, like her dad apparently is like her mom, you know, and her dad split up and her mom told Norma that her dad had died, but he wasn't really dead. He just went off and was banging this lady who like owned a hotel, which is this woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so eventually like Norma or Norma's mom finally told her the truth. And then Norma's mom died and Norma kind of reconnected with her dad a little bit, but he was, he got sick not too long after, and then he died. And so he, she was just kind of stuck with this woman who didn't really like <laughs> her and, you know, didn't really give a shit. And she just kind of moved on to a string of new husbands after this. Um, but she did have a half-sister from her dad and this woman. 
So she's kind of just trying to keep the relationship with this woman only for the sake of that half-sister, who we will end up seeing this season. She's got a big part to play. All right, so (laughs) between between Peggy Lipton's mom and Piper Laurie, who wins Cunt O the Year? (laughs) (laughs) I think, uh... Hmm. Man, that's that's tough. tough. Probably Peggy Lipton's mom. Like, yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, that. I can see uh, that. Although Piper Laurie Piper spent Laurie, it out over and, a longer she, time. And, and Piper Laurie, Norma's she made rough, but she seems like she seems wild, like in a sack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think Piper Laurie think? really let down the hair, letting down the hair. Yeah, she seems a little crazy. Like she'd do some stuff. You know? <laughs> she Where, also seems like she's 80. I wouldn't want her to do that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <Where> I think. <laughs> Or I think Peggy Lipton's mom's like real rigid and just ice cold, you know. So yeah. <laughs> how how old is Piper Laurie? Eighty-seven. God damn. <laughs> Dick Crosby. Dick Crosby. Wow. You know what I learned today? Oh, she wasn't eighty. Dick Van Dyke's not yeah. dead. I learned that today. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm aware. Yeah, <laughs> I'm aware. I, I thought he was um, dead. I thought he was definitely dead, but no. That's cool. No. Uh, we also, there's something else we got to talk Oh, so Cooper goes to talk to Mike, because in the diaries pages, it said the one person Bob's afraid of is Mike. Yep. So Cooper goes to see the one-armed man, and he's, the one-armed man still isn't on the drugs, because without chemicals, he points. So Cooper's talking to him, and uh, what, what does he hear? Like, uh, Mike says when he and Bob used to go out killing, it was like a perfect circle, a golden circle, a golden ring. So Cooper says, that's mm-hmm. a ring, my ring. I gave my ring to the giant. And then uh, the one-armed man says uh, that he can help you identify Bob. And that comes into yeah, play Yeah, and later. Cooper's trying to figure out how to get in contact with him and how to get him to appear and, you know, help him again. Well, yeah. Cooper also learns that the giant's real. He's like, the giant's real? And he's like, oh, yeah, he's as real <laughs> as me and you. Yeah. Um, but with weird the giant, is, like the spirit... Is inside the old waiter, right? Like that's the giant. Yeah, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it sure seems um, that yeah, way. So I, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it does seem weird with what we'll find out later on that they know so much about the giant, and the giant knows so much about them because it doesn't seem like they're all from the same place. But we'll, I guess, we'll talk about that later on. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Uh, then we get Donna visiting Leland, and uh, she wants to, him to send a tape to Maddie because uh, he told Donna that, you know, Maddie just went back home, and uh, Donna doesn't know Maddie's dead yet. Um, then Leland recognizes Leland. that Donna's wearing Laura's old sunglasses, and he starts to get a little <laughs> agitated. Yep. And uh, he says something that we're going to get some lemonade. And we're going to figure this out. We're going to sit down and figure this out. <laughs> then, then when he comes yeah, back you, with the lemonade, it, it looks like orange juice. It didn't look like lemonade. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if that was my true. TV or not. I was like, God damn, that's not yellow at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe he was mixing a lot of drugs in there. Blood. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so he starts dancing with Donna. Uh, you know, he's always playing creepy music or singing weird songs. Oh, we also see Bob's in a mirror when he's just doing his tie. So, you know, Bob's uh, there. Um, 
so he's dancing with Donna, and then he just grabs her. He's all hands. He's like Harvey Weinstein on a starlet. <laughs> just grabs her, pulls him in, and then we get a knock at the door, and it's uh, the the sheriff, Harry Truman. Yep. He says, Leland, there's been another murder. We need your help. Well, I don't think – I think he was like – when he pulled her in, I don't think he was like trying to be sexy or – I think he was getting ready to like take her out. Well, yeah, but he, you know, he pulled her in. I think he was going to, you know, have his way and kill her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. could have been a little from column A, a little from column B. Because he did yeah. rape Laura before he killed her. So, I mean, that's, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, they go, and Cooper, they round up everybody. Now, here, here's the problem with this scene. <laughs> so they go to that bar, and you got Ben mm-hmm. Horn. Oh, also... In between, we get uh, Piper Laurie dressed up as the Japanese guy visiting Ben Horn in prison, and she reveals that she's actually her by putting her toe through the bar. <laughs> and uh, but she gets Ben Horn to sign over the uh, mail to her yep. and, in exchange for her to testify that she he was with her. But then she says, eh, maybe I'll think about it. And then she leaves. <laughs> so then we get to the bar. So obviously, round up every. Oh, yeah. Obviously, there was a foot fetish going on there. Because he recognized <laughs> her from her feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, she had, like, nail Just polish, weird. too, pretty distinctive colors, so I'm guessing. maybe Right, but even still, like, and... if, if that was the situation, you're in jail and some Japanese guy comes in and he takes his shoe off and it's a woman's foot. <laughs> if you don't have a foot fetish, you're not going to recognize who that is. Yeah. What the fuck? Are you a woman? Like... You know, you're going to look at the yeah. eyes and stuff, not the toes. But anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they round up all the suspects. We get the big scene and every mystery where the, the detective rounds up all the suspects. And uh, we got Ben Horn there. We get Leland there. We get uh, Leo. And for some reason, Big Ed's there, which I thought was weird. Why was Big Ed there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a bookhouse boy. He's important. <laughs> you got to have the bookhouse yeah, boys around in case things go down. Yeah, maybe some extra muscle. So, and yeah. then Cooper, he's the, I guess what, the waiter's there again? The old man waiter? Does he show up? Or yeah, he just kind of stumbles it? in. Uh, I think, like, Leland oh, gave right. him a ride. He was uh, looking yeah, for a ride. Yeah, the general gave him a ride, yeah. Yeah. The general guy, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Garland um, Briggs. That's major. Sorry. Yeah. Major, whatever the fuck. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so the old man comes in, and he gives Cooper the ring, right? Oh, uh, no, he says he gives him well, some gum. And uh, Leland yeah. says, oh, that was my favorite gum when I was a kid. And the old man oh, is like, oh, that gum you like will come back in style. And that makes And that's what Cooper... the little guy told Cooper <laughs> yep. in his dream. The little dancing guy said, that gum you like will come back in style. <laughs> so, but, but then the ring, like, dropped to the floor out of nowhere, right? It just dropped yeah. to the floor. So then Cooper's like, oh, Leland's the guy. Leland's the guy. Yep. Now, here's the thing with this scene. Again, you see the scene in every a lot of mysteries where they round up the stuff. But at this point, it's not a mystery anymore. You know, like we know who the killer is. So I, I think the scene would have been much better if we didn't know Leo was the killer. <laughs> it just seemed kind of like a waste of a, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I liked it. I really yeah, enjoyed I mean, this I scene. Yeah, I did. But too. there's no drama, no suspense. There's no nothing. It's we already know who the killer is, and so it's just like, all right. 
Well, the drama is within the characters themselves. We know who the killer mm-hmm. is, but do we know if Leland knows that Cooper knows? That's where the drama is. <laughs> yeah. All right. And I don't think I know does. that like, you know. Leland... <laughs> Remember that old Eddie Murphy bit where he's doing the honeymooners? <laughs> I know. You know. No, not really. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's hosting Saturday Night Live in like... December. That'll be good. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. Good conversation. But you, and I think it is like cool the, just to see how that they yeah. how they do end up solving the mystery. Because like Columbo, you know who it is all the time, but it's kind of like how is it going to get there? What's going to be the path? But Jake, to, uh, you know already. You've watched these. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but we uh, knew already. <laughs> we knew already. Really. Too. Like, well, you don't know what's going <laughs> to happen now. Do you have any idea where this show goes from this point? But you knew who the killer was. You know what I mean? No, no, I, 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 I understand it. The suspense is yeah. in how is Cooper going to figure it out? Yes. What's going to be the suppose, piece that tips him over the edge? It's not really uh, – see, in Columbo, Columbo always knows. He knows right away. But he has to yeah. prove it. So it's, the whole two hours or hour and a half episode is just him leveraging that killer – just driving him nuts. Just getting him to the point where he breaks. And then he finally gets him to break. Where, um, I mean, he looks for clues and stuff, but it's the hunt. And here, Cooper's not hunting anything. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. It's, and they go, oh, hey, he's the killer. You know? So it's kind of like, eh. I don't know. I disagree. I, I mean, really there's also the suspense of whether they're going to be able to catch him and, you know, how, how much damage can he do before they, you know, get him into custody? Or so maybe when Cooper Leland does they, know, and he's going to bolt. Yeah. So so when they yeah. when Cooper knows it's Leland, he says, "Ben Horn, you're under arrest. You may want to take yeah. Leland, your attorney Leland, with you to the station." So yeah. That's how they get Leland to the station, mm-hmm. and then then they pull the old switcheroo where they shove uh, right when they open the door to put uh, Ben in jail. They they push him out of the way and then they shove Leland in the jail cell and lock the door <laughs> and he starts going nuts. He just starts yep. flipping out. Bob I like that. Cool. I like that whole part. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, so then they they get Bob to like kind of confess. Uh, they sit him down and he he confesses that he did the murders and everything. And then uh, while all this is going on, we also get the other side plot, Larry, the soap opera stuff <laughs> yeah. with Andy and Lucy and Dick. Oh, God. And her, her baby, <laughs> Dick Tremaine. And uh, yep. Dick starts, he lights up a cigarette while they're talking, and the smoke hits the fire department, the alarm, and it sets off all the sprinklers. Because they just and got so, new sprinklers installed, and he's like, oh, if you, if you don't do it right, they're real touchy. Or shadow. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. I, that. I like this about their, they were well, talking about Andy Sperms in front of the sprinkler guy. <laughs> he just kept giving yeah. looks like, what the fuck? <laughs> I hate Andy. <laughs> so the sprinklers go off, and Bob's flipping out in the jail cell with all the water going on. And um, I, I don't know. He starts banging his head against the prison door. Yeah, it, he's they, like they, ramming they, himself into the door. At first, yeah, there's like blood and hair stuck to the door when they get in, and and Leland's yeah. on the ground about to die, and, and Cooper talks him into the light. Go to the light, Leland. He gives him the he gives him the old pep talk to go to the light, and 
and this, Leland dies. This was some of the worst ADR I've ever seen in a TV <laughs> show or a movie. Like, um, you could clearly tell that Leland, like, you know, recorded that dialogue again, probably in his studio and stuff where the water wasn't running. And it, some yeah. of it doesn't fit. I don't know. It's so bad. <laughs> so, so bad. Yeah, yeah finally, I mean, like, TV at this work, point, Bob leaves, and then Leland's like, holy shit, I killed my daughter. I can't fucking, like, he, he finally Leland's back, realizes what he's done, and just hopes that God forgives him. If he leaves big chunks of his skull on the fucking door, it was gross. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty gross. He basically bashed his own head in, and then yeah, he dies. So yeah. Bob's loose now. Bob's on the loose. Yeah, they don't know where Bob is now. Yeah. But there's a shot of an owl coming towards the screen. Yeah, that's how yeah, the that episode ends. Uh, the sheriff says, Where, "Where's Bob?" And that, well, that the owls aren't what they seem. The owls are actually the spirits, right? Hmm. I think so, or at least that's another way that they can travel is maybe in an owl if they don't have a host. You know, maybe that's just how they yeah, they're, they're, can travel around. The yeah. And if you go back, I guess if you go back, the first time we see Bob crouch <laughs> behind Laura Palmer's bed way back in the pilot or episode one, whatever that is, they transpose an owl over his head. Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice. Um, so, yeah, the owls represent the spirits that are out there floating around, and you never know. They're going to come get you. So. Yeah. That's where the yeah, episode yeah. ends. <laughs> yep. Leland that is now dead. That was kind of laughable. Yeah, not <laughs> one of my favorite episodes. I I don't know. Again, it was Donna heavy. The directing was distracting. Um, stuff with Lucy, Andy, and Dick. I could have. Uh, I don't give a fuck about really. So um, I give it a good solid eight. It was a good solid eight episode. It'd be like a five. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I need to find it. out more about Bob, so I'm always interested about that. What about, what yeah, about I suppose. Bob? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose. That stuff with the Bob. Is, all right, so I'll give it a six. <laughs> stuff with Bob is pretty. They good. have a conversation. Oh, we kind of skipped over. I guess the conversation they all have at the end, where they're just kind of like, "Was that real, <laughs> or like, is this Bob yeah. thing actually real, or is it just like the evil that men do?" And yeah, like uh, Sheriff Truman's having a hard time insane. reconciling it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like Cooper's just like, well, is it any better to think that he just, you know, this man just raped and murdered his own daughter on his own? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, no, that's not really very good either. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good point there by Cooper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would you rather believe, that there's evil spirits that possess people or that this guy just raped and murdered his daughter? So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so now we're up to, uh, fuck, who knows what episode. <laughs> the, the website says episode 17. Uh, oh, episode but 10, in, in, season 2. Episode 17, in quotes, or Dispute Between Brothers, is the 10th episode of the second season and the 18th episode overall. I'm so fucking confusing. <laughs> all right. So, all right um, <laughs> it, it opens with uh, Dr. Hayward checks on Sarah, who refuses a sedative, saying she needs to be... Oh, Sarah is uh, Laura Palmer's mom. And yeah, they're having the funeral. Yeah. Um, the funeral is quite that. comical. There's a lot of funny <laughs> stuff suppose. going on in the funeral. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, 
I like Nadine asking about the underpants. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the mayor Nadine, and his brothers you know, start kicking each other. The, yep. the eye patch lady, Nadine, Big Ed's wife, she still thinks she's a high school girl and she's wearing patent leather shoes and they're real shiny, so she's obsessed with figuring out if people can see her underpants and her shoes. Um, <laughs> also, she's still She-Hulk, by the way. She's still yep. She-Hulk. <laughs> Because at one point, yeah, she showed later some in the episode, guy about 900 feet in the air. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. She, later in the episode, Dr. Jacoby comes back and he helped Big Ed get Nadine to actually go to high school. So she's in high school and she's going out for cheerleading, the cheerleading squad, and she's doing all these flips. And then she grabs a guy, and Larry, it's straight out of the Incredible Hulk TV show. <laughs> yes. Like you hear I that same, same music. Yeah. And she just throws him. And he goes flying. He's doing some flips. Yeah. <laughs> Corkscrew. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this is really I don't understand opposing. what's going on with her. I still don't understand. Yeah. She's just <laughs> she got that adrenaline. <laughs> so she must be possessed too. Then she must have like a bob in her. <laughs> Actually, I don't think so. At least not that they've ever addressed. She's oh, jacked up right. on it. So she's, she's just one of the new mutants, then, is what you're saying. <laughs> Pretty, <laughs> Pretty much. much. Essentially, if I swallow <laughs> 900 pills, I become the Incredible Hulk, is what you're telling me. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm like, Larry, the mayor and his brother out. are having a fight at the funeral and or at the wake or the memorial service or whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. And Cooper, it's just yeah. another little charming detail of Twin Peaks that Cooper says, I'm really going to miss this place. <laughs> I will say the mayor and his brother become bigger characters going forward a little bit, Um, and the story about the 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 newspaper guy, uh, the the one brother who's the newspaper owner, like he's marrying this younger woman, uh, (laughs) apparently in like her teens, and uh, they're going to get married, (laughs) so that becomes a big thing. And uh, in the secret history of Twin Peaks book. Like, it's a lot about that Douglas Milford, the one who owns the newspaper. Like, there's a lot of backstory about him and his connections okay. to the U.S. government and <laughs> being part of some investigating, you know, investigating Roswell and shit like that. Well, speaking of the government, uh, they asked Cooper what he's going to do now, and he says he has some vacation time saved up. And uh, that, it, what is he, major, general, colonel, lieutenant? Major. Yeah, major, that's right. he's a major. He's a major. Uh, he says, hey, well, why don't we start by uh, going some night fishing tonight? Let's go fishing. And what does Cooper say, Jack? you remember? Aces. That's right, aces. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I, thought I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very Cooper thing. Oh, the other great thing uh, in the last episode we didn't talk about, doesn't Cooper give the old guy a thumbs up? The old waiter does yep. give him like, yeah. a thumbs up at one point. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, <laughs> and then the waiter waves um, at him. <laughs> All the waiter's been doing is thumbs upping, and then he gets a thumbs up from Cooper and he waves at him. Yeah. See, see, that's the kind of He's stuff wily. that makes Twin Peaks work. There's little moments like that. It makes it great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then, uh, so Cooper, next thing we see him packing, uh, he, he's dressed up, he's got his little fishing vest on, he's packing the, to go, and Audrey comes to visit him in his room. Uh, yes. Audrey. Uh, I love she was time. looking good here. Big big fan of the Audrey. We get a big chunk of and, uh, we get a big chunk of Cooper's history here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so we learn that she says you must have been hurt before because you know he's still 
she's too young for him and he's keeping his distance from her. And uh, she says, you must have been hurt before. And he says, no, I hurt someone else before, and I will never let that happen again. And he gets into his backstory, how he was supposed to, he was in love with a, a woman who he was supposed to protect. She was a witness in a federal crime, and uh, he fucked up, and she ended up getting killed. And he got injured real bad, and his partner went insane. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can't remember the partner's name. They've mentioned his name a few times. Uh, Wyndham Earl. Windermere. There's definitely more to that story, <laughs> but we'll get to that once they uh, get to it. There's a lot so, more to that you know, story. Once Audrey hears all this, it's like, well, what can you say after that? You know. <laughs> so Audrey just says, well, <laughs> one day I'm going to be all grown up and on my own, even though I look like I'm 30 right now. One day <laughs> I'm going to be on my own. Someday I'll be you a better grown look woman. out, Mr. Cooper. You better look out. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and then she says, you know, with you know what you're, you're perfect. You, you know what your one problem <laughs> yeah. is? You're perfect. If I had a dime for every time I heard a lady say that to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you would have no dimes. Okay, so then we got Bobby and uh, of Bobby and Shelly and Leo fame. He, he's getting his fancy suit on because he says he has a meeting of Ben Horn. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> it's actually uh, Leo's suit that is much too big for him. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then we get uh, yeah, Catherine to... uh, Piper. Oh, Piper Laurie. She meets Harry at his office, and she, you know, revealing that she's finally back. And Harry's like, "Oh, so you're not dead? You know, you're alive." And uh, he's like, "Where the hell are you?" <laughs> she launches into this big long story about where she's been and how she went to some place and. Uh, I, I can't remember. She found some tuna fish, and she was eating some tuna fish. <laughs> and he says, well, <laughs> why are you back now? And she says, I ran out of tuna fish. Well, she tells a story about how <clears throat> what happened at the mill the night that it burned down. And she got this phone call yeah. from a mysterious voice. She went because it sounded threatening. She took her gun. She saw Shelly there. And then she said it was just a wall of flames. And through some divine intervention, she ended up in the woods in some <laughs> cabin that they used to have, is like some family cabin. I'm guessing is what it sounded like that they had in their like history. Yeah. And then in there, she just hold up for a little bit, and then boom, now she's back. So, so next we get yep. that Dick Tremaine. She was claiming that she was in fear for her life, <laughs> so she didn't yeah. want to come back. They're going to finish the job. Yeah, she was afraid that whoever tried to kill her at the mill was still on the hunt for her, so she holed up in this old family cabin, and now she's not afraid anymore. <laughs> she leaves out the part about her being an Asian man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we get more Lucy, Andy, and Dick Tremaine. Um, again, who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I, I have no interest oh. in that storyline. So then, when Cooper's about to leave, he's saying goodbye to everybody. Oh, the sheriff gives him a special fishing fly that he made himself. Oh, and he also gives him a bookhouse a green bag. butt skunk. <laughs> yeah, green butt skunk. But uh, he's also an official bookhouse boy, and if he's ever needed, yeah. if he ever needs anybody, they got his back. So that's nice. And uh, then, right before Cooper gets to leave. Another FBI agent shows up with a member of the Royal Mounted Canadian Police. Because uh, what do we know about the Mountie, Larry? The Mountie always gets his man. 
So they come <laughs> in and uh, they well, say Jackie Cooper? Gleason didn't get the bandit in part two. <laughs> was, he, was he a Canadian Mountie? Yeah, he was all kinds of cops in that movie, but one of them was the Mountie. I can't remember what <laughs> his right. brother's name was. But yeah, he didn't get him. He didn't um, get him. So they tell Cooper that uh, starting now he's suspended without pay, and there's going to be a big investigation. And uh, so, uh-oh, look out. And here's something <laughs> interesting. I was thinking about this uh, earlier this week. Um, in in the first, whatever, 16, 17 episodes of Twin Peaks, not one black person, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have. And I then this FBI agent, I'm like, oh, they someone finally noticed. <laughs> so they, we finally get an African-American. <laughs> was that guy in anything? Because he seems familiar to me, but I, I don't, I'm not sure I know who he is. Has he been in other things? Do yeah. you guys know that? Uh, he does look somewhat familiar, but I couldn't tell you what. I don't. I don't know his name on the show. I don't know anybody's name on the show. So, oh, okay, <laughs> Peggy Lipton. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so this guy, the FBI agent's interviewing uh, Cooper, and uh, the problem is stemming from him going in the uh, crossing the Canadian border to One-Eyed Jack without notifying him. And, uh, and, yeah, and, and plus uh, he ends up, you know, resulting in three people dying. The last time they went in to rescue Audrey. Um, so, yeah, Miss Cooper's Beeson. in all sorts of trouble. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they didn't even bring up that he met, that he punched that girl in the belly. Remember that? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. No one knows oh, about gosh. that. It's a secret crime. It's a terrible punch. My favorite found out that piece of shit punch he threw into her belly. So he'd be very upset. Um, so yeah, Cooper's like, uh, you know, so he's in trouble. There, there's going to be an investigation into Cooper. He's in trouble. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they tried to get Sheriff Cooper or uh, Sheriff Truman to come in and give us, uh, you know, a statement about everything, and and he just like, nope, not gonna. <laughs> like Cooper's yeah. the best lawman I've ever, you know, come across. I'm not saying anything. Jank. You ever see half baked? Ah, <sighs> yeah, a long time ago. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's that's where I know that guy from. He's in Half Baked. He plays oh. Samson. I'm Samson, <laughs> the, the main drug dealer that Dave oh, Chappelle okay. had competition with. Yeah, that movie's that very good. That makes sense. So uh, next, um, well, we get to the part about Norma and her mom and her mom being the reviewer. Another bad review. Mm-hmm. Then Hank and Ernie, who is Ernie, is the the former convict and pal of Hank. They're in jail together, but Ernie is also now the husband of Norma's mom. Uh, they're at One Eye Jacks, and they're living it up with the broads at One Eye Jacks. Um, but then uh, they're, they're there to have a meeting with Jean Renault because he needs to get one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars quickly. And they bring out a briefcase <laughs> of cocaine. And then they want to plant the cocaine on Agent Cooper because yeah, because the Mountie him. that yeah, that Mountie that showed up earlier with the FBI agent is apparently working with John Renault. Yeah, he's dirty. And and during that meeting with Cooper, they brought up the idea maybe he's running drugs. He's involved in the drug ring that's going on. So they want to take some cocaine and uh, plant it on Cooper. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Harry uh, wakes up. And he hears someone outside, 
So he goes to the door, and, it, and it's Josie. Josie. Yeah, back. back. I love me some Josie. <laughs> but she's, like, all beat up, and she's dirty and crying and, I don't know, just exhausted or something. She, like, falls over on the ground. She's probably in the woods. He's still fucking in her, though. Yeah, because the <laughs> sheriff, it didn't, he cares if Josie looks like he's done that. That sheriff is still all over her. Kissing her all over the place. <laughs> And then he then he calmed down a bit, but yeah, he didn't seem too concerned. All right, uh, then Cooper talks with Major Briggs. They're out there fishing, and uh, we get a great line from this scene. Well, first, uh, Briggs, they're, they're, they're talking about Bob and more, uh, the morality of his actions and the presence of Bob. And then Briggs asks if uh, Cooper has heard of the White Lodge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cooper says, uh, not really, but I, I want to hear more about it. But right now, he has to go, here's the call of nature. And what does he say, Jank? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's something like there's nothing like <laughs> the satisfaction of urinating outdoors or something like that. Yeah, yeah, in that. the open air. <laughs> yeah, in the open yeah. air, I think. But uh, and he's so happy to say it. He's like, all happy and proud. Yeah, nothing beats <laughs> urinating in the open air. Or so, uh, so he goes off the pee. Uh, Major Bert, we see a, a flash of white light. And Major Briggs like uh, says Cooper, and Cooper comes running over. We we see like the figure of somebody up on like the the hillside there against the bright light. And then when Cooper gets there, Major Briggs is gone. And then Cooper looks into the light, and he's like his expression looks like you know concerned. <laughs> and then the episode ends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think yeah, happened there, Larry? Space monkeys? Is it space monkeys? Yeah. Something. Yeah. I think I think that's what they insinuate, but I'm sure when the next episode starts it'll just be like, you know, uh, a spotlight from a somebody's pickup truck or something like that. But uh <laughs> you know, that's what they're hinting towards. But I was pretty bummed when this episode ended because I was like, Oh man, I could watch another episode. <laughs> Yeah, should have gone in three weeks. I was, re- I was, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I was really into these two episodes. I really was. I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, I, I agree. Gotta say, I really was. Yeah, I dug them. I thought they were good fun. Yep. I need some more David Lynch soon, though. I need some more. Oh Lynch. yes, he will be back. <laughs> All right, I need some. <laughs> he will be back for sure. I miss him. <laughs> so. So we still have what, uh, twelve episodes in the season to go? I think there's twenty-two. Uh, I think so. Yep. I think there's twenty-two. I'm not even sure. Yep. There's twenty-two. So where, where do you think it, today. So where do you think it goes from here, Larry? Uh, obviously, we got the uh, Cooper being kind of set up to take the fall in this, you know, Canadian thing with the drugs and whatnot. Um, yeah. I, I'm guessing from what Jake's saying, his his old partner shows up at some point. I'm guessing to cause some trouble. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the rest of this season, the next ten episodes, is just going to be about Cooper clearing his name and getting back, you know, becoming back, uh, you know, another FBI guy at the end, I'm sure. But then I think he's going to just say, you know what, fuck you guys, I'm staying right here in Twin Peaks. I think that's what will happen. (laughs) But, you know, there's going to be more alien stuff going on. And I'm going to start clowns, uh, Audrey. I don't care. You know, I'm here, she's here. Let's go. (laughs) That's what he's going to say. The case is over. He might. <laughs> Time for romance. <laughs> By the way, the Audrey, we forgot to mention uh, when Bobby goes to have his meeting with uh, the uh, Ben Horn there, Ben Horn just kicks him out of his office, and his his goons are starting to rough him up. 
and, and Audrey saves the day. She, she rescues him. And uh, he even says, I, I owe you one when because she helped facilitate the meeting and get him in the door. Uh, so then when she saves him again, she's like, well, how can I pay you back? And she's like, well, maybe some ice cream. And, and he says, well, would you like a sundae or a cone? And she says, a cone? Why, Jank? Because <laughs> she likes to lick. <laughs> That's right. She likes to lick. Yep, that's pretty great. <laughs> oh. That Audrey. I love Audrey. She can lick his ice cream cone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, do I we think, get to see Cheryl fuck- Lee again? Jake? Like, is uh, there another cousin? Like a redhead? I mean, the, <laughs> you will see her again. I'll I'll say that much. Like in, in a some flashback form. kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. Like in dreams yeah, and be. that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah mostly, mostly that one. <laughs> I, I I think they, they really. The next... I don't know how the rest of the season plays out, but I think they really did fuck up by not having Audrey and Cooper be together in some way. Or I don't know. Maybe they yeah. do. Do they still flirt with them over the second half of the season? Or uh, they they really start going away from that, and yeah. they honestly both kind of start getting their own love interests. Well, see, that's the problem. Because when Audrey's on the screen, yeah. it's tremendous. And when Cooper's on the screen, it's tremendous. Uh, <laughs> you put them together, it'd be dynamite. And they just didn't do it. So. Well, yeah. he's in high school, and he's an FBI agent. Yeah. And he just explained to her <laughs> that the I know. woman he did this with before died. And he doesn't want to I'm aware. But you've got to keep putting them, yeah. you keep getting them together, though. You've got to keep getting them together. Mm. You can't just end it there. You've got to get mm. them together. And that's what they wanted to do. And then apparently the networks told them they couldn't or something because she's too young. Or, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> well, yeah. it sounds like it was – I think Kyle McLaughlin was saying it basically uh, partially because he was dating Lara Flynn Boyle and she hated yeah. Sherilyn Fenn. So I think she <laughs> wanted to put a kibosh on that Man. real quick. There, there, I try not to think about that because that really lowers Cooper in my estimation, that he would pick Laura Flynn Boyle over Cheryl Fenn. Like, what is he thinking? What well, is he thinking? He might have already been dating Laura Flynn Boyle before the show started or something. And, you know, no. it's not no. like not like they showed up on the set day one and like, okay, pick one or the other. Who you fucking? I'll pick Flynn. <laughs> but come on. It might have been. You're, <laughs> yeah, they they weren't dating before the show. They met on the show, right? So I mean, he he met everybody at the same time. Because really, if if you're ranking the ladies on, uh, Lorraine Boyle might be right there with uh, Piper Laurie. I don't know. It'd be a toss up. <laughs> I don't know which one. I mean, she's definitely really Piper Laurie, but they, you know, she's probably on that list. <laughs> near she's that, way down near the that station see. in life for sure. Yeah, I hear you. She is way down on the list for sure. Just even like her personality oh, is just so fucking dreadful. Yeah, yeah we didn't even super... mention that uh, apparently, like, as soon as they found out that Maddie was dead, like, James just kind of yeah. has a hissy fit and decides to leave yeah. town. <laughs> even though he yeah, was just like, I'm going to give you this ring and, like, we're in love. We should be together yeah. all the time. And now he's just like, yeah, like the, we could have helped like, her. The, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, the day before he wants to marry, spend the rest of his life with her. And he hears Maddie's dead and he's like, all right, I'm out. See ya. <laughs> I'm going. Yep. Is there any chance chance somebody will kill Laura Flynn Boyle for us? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you almost had your shot with Leland in that one scene, but. (laughs) If if Sheriff Truman got stuck in traffic, if he hit another red light on the way over, we might have been lucky. (laughs) Uh, Well. 
I will say that she did not come back for the return in uh, you know season three, so we won't have to see her. (laughs) Is she in the movie? Uh, she is in the movie, but she didn't. Well, Laura Flynn Boyle didn't come back, so Donna is in the movie, but played by a different oh. actress. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, was the movie a theatrical release or a made-for-TV thing? Uh, I think it did actually get a theatrical release. I don't think it did all that well, but. <laughs> Because I guess, I mean, obviously you, you pretty much have to have watched the show to even be interested in the movie. Because the movie's like a prequel. Is it a prequel to the X-Files? Because I feel like that's where we're headed right now. <laughs> it seems like we're, we're going real X-Files. Like the X-Files was kind of like, hey, we could do something like this. Yeah, is, I feel is, like is they definitely we're going? ripped some stuff off from this show for sure. All right. Yeah, I, I'm going to say as the show progresses from here on out, it's going to be less and less reality-based things. <laughs> uh, the, the movie Bingo. came out in 1992, and it had a one-hour and 34-minute uh, running time, so that's a long movie. Um, yeah, and I think they cut out like an hour's worth of stuff. <laughs> and uh, the budget oh, was originally longer. $10 million. Uh, would you like to guess how much it made at the box office in North America? Uh, Three six million. Three million. Four point two. So oh. Jake wins. That's Four point two. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this. Not so good. Is there any chance the Great White Lodge has anything to do with like a heaven or an other world? Because the reason I ask is, at the beginning of the first episode today. You know, when they're walking down that path and the major's standing there, did he look like kind of an angel to you guys? Like he was kind of glowy uh, a little bit? Like he looked weird to me. Did he look weird to you guys? A, not a dumb he question. He doughy, but I don't know about glowy. <laughs> he looked doughy. <laughs> Just, Am I on to something or no, Jake? Oh, uh, it's certainly... There's certainly, definitely, um, you know, like, things like that going on, I would say. Yes. Yeah, I think <laughs> there's certainly, I would guess the White Lodge stuff, you're right on the money. You're right on the money at the White yeah. Lodge, but I don't know about him being an angel. I don't know. Not an I will angel, say there's also a Black something, Lodge, so something you can else. kind of figure out that the parallels going on here. Yeah. All right. That dang that guy. There you what? go. What? <laughs> Twin Peaks. There it is. I yeah, think I in next that. week's episodes we might get the the big uh, TV star uh, cameo that I was talking about a couple weeks ago. I think I think that actor appears in episode twelve. I want to say there's a big TV star appearance. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Larry yeah. Weren't we trying to guess this a couple it. weeks ago? I don't even remember. <laughs> I I do remember. Yeah. I can't remember. Did we say who it was? Because I don't remember if I. Nope. I don't Never got it. We didn't say who it was. <laughs> All right. It wasn't Michael Fishman, though. <laughs> nope. All right. Fair enough. Well, I'm going to be surprised. That's all. I'm going to say yeah. I won't even Google it. <laughs> so what's on the big uh, Labor Day weekend agenda, Jank? Uh, not a whole bunch. 
I'm going to see uh, Jurassic Park tomorrow. <laughs> They're re-releasing why, it, why? apparently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jurassic. Like why the original not? Jurassic Park? Right. Yep, that's the one. The good one. How much do you, how much do you have to pay for that? Oh, uh, it's actually cheap. I want to say it was like six bucks. Because I think it's zero dollars on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's right now. Big screen. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing out this weekend. Uh, there was like one movie that came out, and I saw it, and it wasn't very good. But <laughs> so we got to do something this weekend. Uh, don't let go. Oh, that looks like uh, you know that Get Out movie. Frequency, kind of. <laughs> kind of. It's oh, just basically that movie Frequency. Frequency, where like the guy was talking to his dad on like a ham radio, and it was in the past. Yeah. Like it would travel. Yeah, it's basically what this movie is. That's his. He's got a cell phone that he can talk to his niece in the past, like a week ago in the past, so he can try to stop her from getting murdered. Uh, yawn. Yeah. Not that um, did, Have you seen the Peanut Butter Falcon? Um, I have not. It wasn't really playing anywhere near me, uh, but I have heard uh, a lot of good things. Yeah, Doug Doug Benson, like on his podcast, he he he's always raving about how much he loves that movie. Yeah, like all the movie shows I watch, they do nothing but talk nice things about that movie constantly. So yeah. I would like to see it eventually. I believe Mick Foley is in that movie. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, though. Oh yeah, he is. I hear you. You know. <laughs> so I don't know. It looks all right. It doesn't look like I never heard of it, but the uh, the description is after running away from a residential nursing home to pursue his dream of becoming a pro wrestler. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm locked in. <laughs> like a kid with Down syndrome, I think, is like the star. Oh, and it's like got meet... Shia LaBeouf and Dakota mm-hmm. Johnson? What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like the I'm new saying. Robert Pattinson, Kristen Stewart, I think. <laughs> but no, everybody says looking. like everybody that is like you know even like the guests that come on Doug and they, they're always talking about the movies they saw. Everybody says Shia LaBeouf is great in this movie. Oh. I always wanted to watch that one where he was playing John McEnroe. I feel like that's a part he could do. <laughs> you could not be serious. <laughs> <laughs> He's good at just getting angry and going into rages. Yeah, he you, you know what is. part he couldn't do was the uh, next Indiana Jones. That wasn't <laughs> nope. They are not well, even bringing him back for the next one, from what I heard. Hmm. Which I don't know why they're doing that next one, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. The whole the Crystal Skull one, it's not that bad. It's no, terrible. Uh, it's, re- it's awful. <laughs> Dude, but the monkeys the monkey scene went oh give me a break. Yeah, the monkey scene was awful. None of it's the fridge thing was awful. I love monkeys. <laughs> and for me to take a stand against the monkey scene, that has to tell you how bad it is. It was <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm not saying it's great, but I don't hate it. I'll watch it. <laughs> I hate it you enough for both of us. Squad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure. this. Uh, here's my, uh, you know, unpopular opinion. But uh, 
I'll take Shia LaBeouf over Sean Connery any day of the week. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I hate Last Crusade because Sean Connery's in it. <laughs> I hate wow. that guy. Yeah. Wow. This is like someone saying they'd rather like have sex with Piper Laurie over Cheryl and Ben. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, Laura hey. Flynn Laura Flynn Boyle. <laughs> Hey, somebody's got to stick it in Piper Lori. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but since we're on Piper Lori, well, wasn't that the one flaw in The Hustler, was that the girl was Piper Lori? I mean, like, yes. the whole time you're like, Paul Newman and Piper, like, come on, you can do better, Paul. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll be yeah. honest with you. When she dies in that movie, I'm kind of glad. I'm like, yeah, good. Yeah. Let's, let's move <laughs> on. on. Yeah, like, I'm glad. She yeah, maybe Paul Newman can get an actual good-looking lady now. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> I wonder who's not such a fucking bitter cunt. She's a bitter cunt in the 60s, and she's still like a bitter cunt. <laughs> she's she's a bitter cunt in Carrie. She's a bitter cunt yeah. in Twin Peaks. Bitter cunt in the hot I've never. Why don't you do that? A bitter cunt. <laughs> Damashek's always tweeting about that on the Twitters about how uh, people were like repeating roles in movies. But yeah, actor. Why don't you send them that one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Piper Laurie, bitter cunt in everything. Uh, I expect you to talk about this on NFL Network. <laughs> well, I had a good one of he was talking about De Niro this week. I guess because the Joker trailer came out. The Joker oh, yeah. trailer. And De Niro is playing like a TV comedian guy on there, and he said, the king of comedy and that. And I said, oh, here's a good De Niro one. A taxi driver, he befriended a child prostitute. Real life, (laughs) he was a client (laughs) of an international prostitute ring that used children. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Ouch. You got 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 the thundercloud. (laughs) Bad luck. Free dreamer. (laughs) Take that, Bob De Niro, you friggin' asshole. Um, That that (laughs) trailer was good, though. Yeah, I did it watch the trailer. It does look good, except it looks exactly like The King of Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it really feels like they're just ripping that movie off. I never saw that movie. I hadn't seen it till like last week because uh, I've you know kind of been hearing things about the Joker movie being like that movie. So I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. It's on Amazon, free, so I'll watch it. And yeah, it sure looks exactly like that. Huh. So, uh, does Batman show up in this Joker movie at all? No, this so. is set in the 80s. He would, I guess, you know, be like a kid. I think Thomas Wayne is supposed to be in it in some capacity. Well, I think so in, one, be... in one little scene in the background, I swear I saw Alfred, Michael Caine. I swear I see Michael Caine in the background in one of the scenes. Hmm. I don't think Michael Caine would be in it. That'd be strange. Why? That would be like crossing universes. This isn't supposed to be taking yeah. place in any other continuity. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I've heard, I've heard I some know. terrible rumors that, like, uh, in this movie that the Joker is going to be Thomas Wayne's, like, illegitimate son or something like that. I'm like, oh, no, don't do that. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, uh, what what about that? There's an Alfred show, right? A TV show about Alfred, a young Alfred. <laughs> I mean, it's like the Krypton show. Well, how about you make a show about the things people like? <laughs> Not the stuff that happens. Well, you don't want to watch a show about Batman's butler. 
How did he learn to make martinis? I want to see. Did him and Mr. Belvedere go to the same school? (laughs) I think he was like a medic. He wasn't even like a soldier. He was just a medic. Is this just MASH? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck MASH. <laughs> Were you trying to whistle the MASH theme song there? Is that what that was? Yeah. It was. And I was like, yeah, it, was, it wasn't really even close. <laughs> <laughs> it was very close. That sounds like it. You, you yeah, got you're coming in there it. at the end. But at the beginning, I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> well, that's how it starts off. It starts off, boom, 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 boom. I don't know. It does. <laughs> Fair enough. But, oh, um, by the way, Mike, Larry, Carl, uh, congratulations on the new show. Uh, I looked oh. to it this week. Oh, it's a flea market fantasy. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Great show. Um, you know, you'll be a guest at some point, Jenny. Get ready. <laughs> we'll oh. bring you on at some point. <laughs> Sounds good. Because you know your comic books. Um, but what about <laughs> Call the Brave and the Bold? Is, is that what it was? Rain. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not the Spider-Man Rain. But, but, Jack, are you familiar with the Brave and the Bold or whatever the hell that is? Uh, I mean, I've heard of it, certainly. I don't think I've ever read a single issue of it. I know they did a Batman animated series in, like, the early 2000s, I think, called Brave and the Bold, where it was just him teaming up with somebody different every week. Um. I think Diedrich Bader was like the voice of Batman on that one, <laughs> well, but I never watched it. Hey, hey Larry, that soap <laughs> yeah. opera was uh, the beautiful and the the bold and the beautiful, right? Bold and the beautiful. Oh yeah, 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 yes, that's what it's called. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Man, this might be a bit. Uh, well, maybe I should save it for next week's flea market fantasy. But I was going to make a point <laughs> about. Yeah, you don't want to use all your stuff now. Got to save it for the show. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> Were you worried about the crossover audience? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you don't want Street Dreamer to hear the same joke twice? <laughs> we use the same exactly. joke on here 65 times. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep it fresh. But uh, I'll, I'll give you a preview though. I, I think uh, I was, because i got to come up with the one after this. So I was starting to think, well, what comic was. Like, I, have a, I was considering Moon Knight, Larry. Because I know Larry doesn't know a lot about Moon Knight, so um, <laughs> I was going to pick a Moon Knight from eighty, because the original run was eighty to eighty four. Um, but now I think, well, after 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 having talked to uh, about Superboy, I'm going to need something stronger to cleanse the palate. So I think I'm going to yeah. go with Daredevil. I'm going to go with the Daredevil. Yes. Oh, I'm very excited about this. And it's going to be a Daredevil that that Frank Miller drew but did not write. Because oh. I really like Frank Miller, the artist, back then. Um, so, we'll see. So we're talking before he got on doing, like, the whole Electra stuff, like right before then when he was just the artist? This uh, this was right before the Electra. Yeah, he was just uh, – I think the yeah. author was Roger McKenzie back in the day, the writer. Yeah, um, that sounds right. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's – Bullseye is going to be featured in this issue. And, All uh, right. Oh, no. The Black Widow. Yeah, so Ooh. get ready. It's Electra. <laughs> woogie, woogie, woogie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. 
<laughs> the electric slide. I got that one. It's Electra. Uh, <laughs> woogie, woogie. Um, if you ever got invited to a wedding, well, Mike Dell, you know these things. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim Iveno doesn't invite me to weddings. <laughs> no, he invited me to his. You uh, should, Brett Taylor didn't. You, should, uh, you should sign up for Jim Ivino's class. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just sit in there and heckle him and, then, and yeah. ask him if he's a propaganda tool for the state. And if he's uh, the mainstream <laughs> fake news, Jim Ivino. Is that what you're doing? Hey, excuse me, Professor. Did anybody ever tell you you look like Ellen? <laughs> you just play the Nanapus theme song on your phone every time he walks in. Any day now, Jim Ivina is going to get back to me about coming on the show, and we can talk about all this. Mm. It'll be correct. <laughs> Any day now. Wow. It's it's coming. You can call me Nanapus, Nanapus, and guess what? I love pancakes. <laughs> I like pancakes. <laughs> uh, I'll never get tired of that song. Um, what else is going on in the world of America? Anything else to discuss? Mm. Hey, hey, Larry, what what about the Burger King coming out with an Impossible Burger, plant based hamburger, no meat? Yeah, I'm not I'm not buying that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I heard, oh, no chicken, I heard uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken is also uh, coming out with meatless chicken. They they gave it a yeah. test run, and it sold out in five hours. So, mm. It's the future, Larry. Well, it's the they future. Made one. I, wouldn't buy, <laughs> I wouldn't buy regular Kentucky Fried Chicken, let alone meatless Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> I don't really like Kentucky Fried Chicken too much. I used to love their potatoes, their mashed like potatoes, Popeyes. and their biscuits. Their biscuits and the mashed Yeah, the potatoes. biscuits are good. Delicious. Chicken's just gross. I'm just sick of chicken. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah, it's meat. So the flesh nice. of animals. Yeah, I don't delicious, eat the flesh, uh, flesh of animals. I don't love it. I'll be honest with you. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'll eat three <laughs> animals. Mashed potatoes. Make up for you, schmucks. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to eat twice as much chicken. <laughs> Mashed potatoes it. can kiss my ass, too. So. No, mashed potatoes. If I could only eat, like, three things the rest of my life, mashed potatoes would probably be one of them. <laughs> just just bake up some potatoes and mash them up, yeah. and I am good to go. <laughs> yeah. Don't need anything else in them. Just mash up some potatoes. I wouldn't even use mashed potatoes to gravy. jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew it was going to be this kind of party. It would be softer than uh, computer paper. <laughs> well, well, I made it a lube. <laughs> I don't want to wrap the paper around my dick or anything. <laughs> <clears throat> you can call me. What, what else, Larry? Um, I don't really have anything else. I don't think we watched anything new. I'm watching Letterkenny right now. It's the Spelling Bee episode. Oh. That's that okay. You guys still aren't watching The Big Brother, huh? Nah. <laughs> Damn. No, not even. I don't even think about it anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think they got you about know, months left. Over in a couple weeks, right? There's only got to be like three yeah. weeks left, I would think. Uh, September 25th or something around there. Yeah. 
So, so how many people are left in the house? Three or four more weeks. We're down to like six or seven. I want to say seven. (laughs) Sounds about right. Oh, dude. Did you know, like, uh, there were two episodes of Big Brother, like, um, two episodes, two seasons. One was, I think they may have been both in Germany, but they were like the largest seasons of Big Brother ever. I forget how many contestants they had, but it was ridiculous. Like, they created a whole (laughs) town. Like, and then they had, like, classes where people were, were, like, the elite and some workers and then, like, some poor. And I want to say, like, there's, like, 300 contestants. And it lasted, like, a whole year. (laughs) I think they did it, like, back in 2006 or nine. I don't know. Look it up. Just German Big Brother, biggest Big Brother season ever. And what what do you win? Not getting executed? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, man, that's. In fact, they wanted, like, they did it one year where it was really long, and they wanted to come back the next year and make it the longer season, but somehow it ended up being shorter than the previous season, <laughs> which is weird. Because <laughs> they went in wanting to make it longer, huh. and they somehow failed. So. It's no Kid Nation. Yeah. That sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, Kid Nation. <laughs> what, was, what was that girl's uh, deal with it? Is that her catchphrase? Yeah, deal, deal with, with it. it. I can't remember her name, like Tyler or... <laughs> Use a little sassy thing. <laughs> Deal with it. I, I have that on DVD. That's going to get you to watch Lance, I'm sure. Yeah. Lance Burns. Robert De Niro let him like borrow it. Some bit torrent site like 20 years ago or whenever that was on, and I, just, I still have them out <laughs> in the living room. Like every five years, I'll throw it in and watch it. Kidding me. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I liked it. So, yeah, I haven't really watched anything else. Uh, I still watch the Master Chef. I think I'm all caught up on the Master Chef. Um, I saw he has a new show on Hulu. Ramsey does. Okay. What's that? It about? looks like he's just like traveling around to different countries and I don't know, just you know, doing touristy things, eating the food, climbing the mountains, kind of shit. Like so when he's on vacation. Anthony Bourdain, except. His, uh, yeah, yeah, it seems like something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's another. I wanted to do an Anthony Bourdain conspiracy as well, because uh, some his his girlfriend oh, yeah. is into some weird weird shit. Let's put it that way. Like, so you think the girlfriend killed him? Not that she killed him, but the crowd she was running with was really fucked up, like a cult and or Satanist kind of stuff. And you know, if you hang around with that people long enough. Who knows what happens to you? Um, <laughs> true. But, uh, what were we saying with, uh, what's his face? Gordon Ramsay. Oh, remember last week I said uh, that Amazing Jonathan documentary and, uh, yes. on the Hulu? And I said I, I didn't want to watch because he's like dying of heart disease and it's just running me too much my dad. And then you said, hey, uh, does he really have it, though, or is he faking? And uh, no, he really does have the heart disease. But the, the twist you heard about the documentary there, Larry, because you heard there was, like, some sort of a twist, it's that, I guess, half, like, when you're about 20 minutes or 30 minutes into the documentary, here other documentary crews start showing up, and they start filming things. And uh, the amazing Jonathan tells the first documentary guy, yeah, they want to film a documentary too, and this guy's really good. He's got, like, an Academy Award or something. So, <laughs> and then, like, other crews start showing up, 
And it, the, the original documentary guy doesn't know if this is all a joke, if this is legit. So it becomes like a movie inside a movie inside a movie, you know, one of them deals. Oh, uh, okay. Is it good? Oh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, oh I, thought you, I thought you did watch it. All right. No, I just wanted to see what the twist was because I didn't. I, I wanted to because that would be terrible if he's pretending to be dying. That would be awful. So uh, yeah, he's not yeah, yeah, pretending yeah. to be dying. Yeah, okay. I never thought that was what was going on there. I have heard good things. I heard. Well, there's I know there's also there. there's also another amazing Jonathan documentary on YouTube that you can watch for free, and it was made by that Steve Byrne. Is that his name? The guy, remember Sullivan and Son? Did you ever watch that at Mike Dell? Sullivan and Son? Nope. Okay, it was a show on TBS probably, I don't know, five years ago. And it was about a Pittsburgh bar. They had like Lemieux's oh, okay. jersey on the wall. Yeah. And that, right. that guy's yeah, from yeah. Pittsburgh. He, he made a documentary, and I, it's supposed to be really good. But I think it's just a more straightforward, like, it's more of, a, like, an homage. I think he loved Amazing Jonathan, and he made this documentary. So I don't know if you just want to watch, like, some sort of love letter to Amazing Jonathan. I don't know what it's called, but it's on YouTube. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but I'm just putting it out there, maybe somebody listening likes Amazing Jonathan. No one is listening I'm right now. <laughs> Not right now. Like Amazing Jonathan. But, yeah, there you oh, go. Okay. Maybe Jank wants to watch it. <laughs> Hey Larry, have Jake, you, you have uh, No, I want to though. It's at the Red Box. I might run it this weekend though. It looks good. Yeah, it should be out by now. I know it's on DVD because I bought it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely at Red Box. I almost ran it. Wait, last I, I, I didn't hear. <coughs> I didn't hear the question. What, what movie? Brightburn, that evil uh, Superman kid horror movie thing. Yeah. Jake, you saw it though, right? Yeah, I liked it. Pretty good. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, I, I think I'll dig it. I like horror movies. Are you guys excited for the Breaking Bad movie? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> no, I only made it through like three episodes of season three and said, Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> exactly. It only got worse from there, yep. Larry. And somehow everyone yep. thinks the greatest TV show ever. The greatest. I bailed, That's man. It I is. knew. I knew to get out. I'm like, this. This is the Titanic. Oh right shit! Now. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, don't even get me started on breaking. First two seasons are solid. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Yeah. But yeah, I think three episodes, maybe four, and I was like, oh, I don't know what this show is anymore. This is garbage. <laughs> well, it gets ridiculous <laughs> by the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Ridiculously awesome. <laughs> but it still has one of my favorite Jake, lines. What do you like better? Do you like, do you like Larry, do you remember my favorite line from Breaking, Breaking Bad? Bad? Right What's that? Twin like Peaks or Breaking Peaks? Bad. Yeah, like, Ooh, which man. one do you like more? Because you're not reading any Breaking Bad dossiers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is. I mean, if they put him out, I'd read him. <laughs> Fuck. Probably I'd go Breaking Bad. Mm. What if the Maybe dossier was written by Breaking Walter Jr.? Calendar. <laughs> and then they could come out the Breaking Bad so calendar where like each year is actually four years. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fuck it. I'll buy it. 
<laughs> fucking stupid the timeline of that shit. Um, uh, but do you remember? It has one of my favorite lines ever spoken in TV. Uh, remember when he they're cooking? He comes back to his wife there after they've had some trouble, and uh, they're cooking dinner, and uh, she just right before the episode ends. What does she say, Jank? Do you remember the line? I fucked Ted. <laughs> I fucked Ted. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yep, that was a great line. I believe they called that episode IFT. That that other dude never really. Aaron Paul, like, what the hell does that guy do now? He's yeah, TV, he's doing you know? this movie. That's about it. But wasn't he on a TV show too, like on uh, Showtime or something? Oh, I think he had like a Hulu show for a little while. The Path? Yeah, uh, yeah that sounds like He was like some cult leader? Yep. Yeah. Jake, you see Midsommar? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan. No. Right. I, if you didn't like Hereditary, this is like a worse version of Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I don't, I don't know if anything could be worse. <laughs> two chubby bird girls. <laughs> two chubby bird. <laughs> two chubby bird girls. <laughs> hey, uh, Jake, did you ever see a movie called A Simple Favor with Anna Kendrick? Yes, I like that movie. Yeah, see, it's on Hulu. Uh, they put it on Hulu, and I, I heard good things about it, and I like the Anna Kendrick, so I'm like, oh, maybe I'll give this. I a think little. it's on uh, Amazon Prime too. Yeah. So, what is it? Um, yeah, I like that movie quite a bit, actually. It's kind of like a mystery, right? Isn't there a mystery element to it? Yeah, kind of. Like, they become friends. Their kids go to the same school, and uh, Blake Lively is kind of like this cool woman who's got, like, a lot going on. And uh, Anna Kendrick's just kind of this mommy blogger, and they kind of become, you know, friends. And then Blake Lively just suddenly disappears one day, and uh, Anna Kendrick's just left to try to figure out what happened to her. <laughs> oh, so it's kind of a mystery. Right. Who's the other girl? Is it a mystery or is there a supernatural element to it? <laughs> there is no supernatural elements in this one. Here's the problem I have with here's the problem I have with Blake Lively. When I see oh, that yeah. Blake Lively's in a movie, and the, the same thing for me happens with Eric Roberts. When I see Blake Lively or Eric <laughs> Roberts is in a movie, I immediately think to myself, well, it's not it's not a real movie. Like, if they're in it, it's not really a movie, so I'm not going to watch this. Is this, <laughs> is this a Hallmark movie? This Mason yes, movie. exactly. <laughs> Blake Lively. Was she on The Hills or anything? Was she one of them girls? No, Gossip she was girl. on, like, Gossip Girl, I want to say, yeah. Now, is that a reality show, or is that, like, a scripted TV show? That was like a CW scripted show. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, she's a legit actress. (laughs) I I liked her in this movie a lot. She actually did a really good job at kind of being cool and mysterious. Speaking of Blake Lively, I want to fuck Catherine Bell so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Are you, you've been watching a lot of Hallmark yeah. movies? Is that where this all comes from? No, but you brought up Hallmark, and it's just like Catherine Bell is so goddamn hot. Yeah, she's a great looking lady. 
I'd make the good witch a bad witch in a, you know, for about <laughs> 90 seconds, maybe 85. On a good day. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest with you, I'd probably just jerk off before she ever even got finished undressing. <laughs> so, um, all right. Uh, we, we done here? Are we done? I think so. Jake, you got anything to add? Uh, no, I don't think so. The, Are we doing the original Janksters Oh, yeah, the original Janksters. Oh, uh, we've got an episode going up Sunday, probably, that we recorded last week. I'm not sure if we're recording on this weekend or not. Uh, people right. might be pretty busy. Hmm, fair enough. What were you going to say about this show, Michael? That it's terrible? Uh, yeah, this year's <laughs> show of LTS. <laughs> The best thing I can say about it is it's uh, it's one less show we have to do, you know. Like if yeah, that's true. We're one step closer to fulfilling our court <laughs> appointed duties. Hmm. Check it off. <laughs> one more down. Well, maybe one next down week. Down the tubes. Next week, we'll have something good. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, him. Uh, well, we'll have. Uh, AEW recap, Mike Dow. We're going to hear about the Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Cody Rhodes. So, 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 Larry, you never answered my question. What match are you really looking forward to on the AEW card? Because I'm guessing you can't name one match on the card. No, I don't know, really. I don't know who's fighting. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Kenny Omega <laughs> is Neville. fighting. Hold on. Kenny Omega <laughs> is fighting Neville. That's right. But he's known as Pac. I'm not looking forward to that match. I want Kenny I Omega Neville. to beat the ever-loving shit out of Neville. <laughs> I love Neville. And uh, he'll be not too much longer from now. He'll be four-star bronze for me on WWE Champions. And then you'll be jealous. Then you'll be jealous. I won't be jealous. And I'm going to almost guarantee that SCU or USC or whatever <laughs> that team is with Christopher Daniels, I guarantee yeah. they're fighting somebody, and I guarantee they're the first match. <laughs> so Cal uncensored. Yes. Uh, yeah, they seem to be. I, I, I'm not crazy about those guys. They're, I, 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 I hate. I hate people that wear the American flag stuff in the ring. I hate <laughs> that shit. I hate red, white, and blue. Well, that's not exactly their gimmick. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's they don't not, but they, like they still 4th. dress like the American flag, though. I don't like it. Like that I think that may be just in that one time thing, so like July 4th. I don't think it's really... Well, I think both times I've seen them, they, they've been in red, white, and blue get-ups. Huh. Interesting, because I've yeah. never seen them in red, white, but all right, maybe. I don't know. You know, um, speaking of you know uh, other weird get-ups, I saw a clip earlier today where like Enzo and Cass were at some you know indie show, and Dean Ambrose showed up, and... uh he had like shorts on, and it was weird to see Dean Ambrose in shorts. <laughs> like I don't remember him ever wrestling in shorts. You know, he always had jeans on. My like jeans. Well, he used to wrestle in trunks. So, I don't know. He on occasion. Did he really? I don't ever remember him wrestling in like maybe in the old shorts. Because in the Shield, but, uh, they had those like cargo tactical pants on, and then he wore yeah. jeans when he was yeah. the crazy yeah. lunatic guy. Now I don't even know what his gimmick is. He's just like, yeah, I'm just, uh, maybe I'm a little too cool to be here type of 
persona. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Disgruntled former brother. WWE employee. I think that's his gimmick. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I, the thing I thought was weird about it is, like, okay, Dean, I get it. You hated the schedule, and you hated the, the commitment, and the, some of the storylines were terrible. But you just showed up to a show that had, like, 300 people there. Like, what did they pay you? Five grand? You know, is it, was it, is it really worth it? I don't know. Like, just stay home. You got five grand? Yeah. He's got Renee it's Young, Renee at home Young too. Too. What the hell is he doing? That's exactly yeah, right. Doing? No, but you're in Poughkeepsie because some fat guy has a sign <laughs> you. Like, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I think uh, I heard CM Punk might be doing a, a podcast or an interview thing tonight, right? At StarCast? I think that's tonight. I have no idea. I heard there's. I heard a story where. He wants to work at Fox and yeah, do like the comic show for WWE. Yeah, yeah, that'd be entertaining. Like he would be working like for Fox and not WWE, yes. so it would work out that way. I'd like to because you know he, well, he'd only be able to say what they let him say, but I'm sure he'd play that part good as like being the uh, heel commentator or whatever, ripping on WWE. You know? Yeah. And then maybe, like, eventually they could work him back into WWE, and then, you know, they already got storylines built in from, like, oh, remember when you said this about so-and-so? Because at some point... But how can they, like... Something. But how is he going to ever be seen as a legit wrestler again when everyone knows that in real life he cannot fight for a fuck? You know, he's, like, terrible, actually. Like, how will they ever believe he could beat up anybody, you know? Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. Like even though Brock got beat up pretty bad his last couple of fights, like he still was the champion at one point. He was still a really legit fighter, so you know. And he's Brock Lesnar. You can believe he can beat up anybody. But uh, CM Punk now it's like, oh, we saw Mickey Gall just beat the hell out of you in like a minute. And it was. We saw Mike Jackson toy with you in the ring. Yeah. I I miss AJ Lee's abs. (laughs) <laughs> She's writing the comic book, Jank. I don't know if you heard it. There's going to be a Glow comic book, and A.J. Lee is the writer. Oh, you know what? I've actually seen that at the stores. Didn't even know it was written by a wrestler. <laughs> I was like, why does this exist? <laughs> Who is this for? <laughs> like, I like no, the show. Is this based but... off the TV show on Netflix or the yes. old shit from the 80s yeah. or something new? The, the yes. Netflix TV yes, show. Which one? Oh no! I don't. Even, I haven't. I won't even. I'm not even watching a Netflix TV show. I definitely don't <laughs> want to buy a comic book about it. Yeah, but but the old That's show fair. with Hollywood in there. Oh, I'll buy that. <laughs> I will buy that. <laughs> Love Terry Mount Fuji. Tari Andrews did the end. Did the art. <laughs> also, you know what else I was thinking today? Speaking of Sherilyn Finn earlier. Uh, in your obsession with her, I think she's nude. <laughs> I think you get uh, like a watch a shot of her in just one of the what? guys. I'm pretty sure she's naked in the bed with. Terry there is Brother. some movie, yeah, yeah, that is true. 80s classic, oh, just one of the guys, Mike. Dell, I think the show that we really got to go. I think it's running long. We need to end the show. <laughs> <now>. All right, <laughs> gotta get on my Google just machine. one of the guys. Yeah, look for that. All right. Um, all right. So look for Jank, original Janksters this weekend, maybe. 
yep. thanks for the ad Definitely for this weekend. For... I don't know about next. Yeah. It's all right. It's okay to take a break, <laughs> right, Jank? You don't have to do an air right? <laughs> As <Jank>? we do. <laughs> yeah. Just making sure it's all right. Uh, thanks for the ad for calling in for five minutes after he was about an hour late. You can follow the ad. I think he's the ad from Vegas on Twitter. He's got some kind of games, which I'm surprised he didn't talk about. Usually that's all he talks about when he comes on, but go there. You can play along. Uh, go to – so what are we going to now for books, Mike Dell? I, I saw you got monkey books or whatever it's called now. <laughs> well, well <laughs> bookchimp.net is if you're looking to self-publish, I can help you self-publish. Uh, the editing in the uh, my publishing site are still 1-9 books or edit 1-9. But the site is down at the moment because I'm switching servers, but it'll probably be back up by Monday. Um, so, yeah, bookchimp.net if you want to self-publish and if you ever need other editing and stuff. Edit 1919 Books. And uh, don't forget the uh, Flea Market Fantasy, Episode 2. I think we'll probably record Monday again and put it up either Monday night or Tuesday. Superboy and Batman. Good Lord. I'm going to write a book about Superboy. Can you self-publish it for me? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> All right. On, is that on book kind? Bookchip.net. There you go. All right. Uh, that's it. Pass the gin, Governor. the first person to call when you get in trouble. Jesus! Christ bail bond. Jesus! Christ bail bond. If you're locked up and afraid, bail out! Bail out! Bail out! Bail out! Bail out! Bail out! Let God release you on a payment plan by calling me. I'm Bishop Brian of Jesus Christ Bail Bonds. 410-292-3029. You're locked up and afraid. Bail out! Bail out! Bail out! Bail out! Bail out! Bail out! Jesus! Christ bail bond. Thank you very much.